Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip-Off. Thank you, Jeff Smerdell, and good morning, everyone. Welcome to Martinsville for a Class 1A Boys Basketball Regional Semifinal between the Jacksonville Eagles and the Bloomfield Cardinals. With Rob Moorhead, I'm Bryce Kendrick. Today's tournament coverage is brought to you by Bruns Gunswiller, Decatur County REMC, Gilpin Monuments, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Ison's Family Pizza, Batesville Dental, Lothry Valley Ag Co-op, Get Dry Waterproofing, AJ's Auto Body and Towing, Ivy Tech, Southeastern Indiana REMC, Negengard's Tent and Party Rental, Hurton Elko, Chosen Designs, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, Versailles Farm and Garden, Comer and Ertl Attorneys at Law, Wesley's Excavating Services, Ertl Sellers, Walters Tire, Encore Insurance, Osgood Utilities, Good Apple Roofing and DJ Roofing Supply, Napoleon State Bank, Neal's Funeral Home, H&R Block, and Halcom Home Center. To lead off our pregame show coverage, we have a group interview with Jacksonville coach Clint Bowman along with players Justin Sweeney, Caleb Simon, and Wyatt Day. That's next after this two-minute timeout on Country 103.9 WRBI. Decatur County REMC is a proud community partner and your trusted resource for energy and information. Our people, our members, and our communities are our most important assets. We're here for you 24-7, powering your lives and strengthening our communities. Decatur County REMC, your Touchstone Energy partner. Everyone at Gilpin Monuments congratulates the Jackson Dell Eagles on an outstanding season. As a local family-owned business which understands the importance of teamwork, Gilpin Monuments takes great pride in low prices and excellent customer service. Stop by 610 South Adams Street in Versailles and see the large variety of monuments on display. Whether large or small, Gilpin's looks forward to helping you find that perfect monument. For general information, please go online to gilpinmonuments.com. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Oh my! That's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. See Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also get you covered with our Lenten menu items. Our limited-time codfish wedges, yingling beer-battered shrimp, and the always delicious Pollock Fish Shogi will hit the spot. Add some deep-fried portobello mushrooms or fries to round out your meal. You can get us at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. You're listening to Class 1A Regional 15 Basketball from Martinsville on Country 103.9 WRBI. I'm Bryce Kendrick with Rob Moorhead. As part of our pregame coverage, we are taking you back to Coach's Corner on Monday night when I had the chance to speak with Jacksonville coach Clint Bowman along with players Justin Sweeney, Caleb Simon, and Wyatt Day. Here is part one of our conversation talking about the Eagles' opening night win over Rising Sun. 
I am Bryce Kendrick, and now we are bringing on uh, the Jacksonville Eagles, coached by Clint Bowman. He's got a, a few special guys with him, Justin Sweeney, Caleb Simon, and Wyatt Day. Those uh, four are going to talk a little Class 1A Sectional 60 Championship Basketball. First of all, congratulations. Thank you, Bryce. It, was, uh, it wasn't easy, but we, uh, we got her done, so uh, it's great to be here. Well, let's go back, kind of recap the sectional, and we'll go back and talk to your first game on Tuesday night, the only game that was played. You took on Rising Sun, and coaches, we talked earlier, uh, the Shiners kind of gave you guys fits. Yeah, we knew they were going to try to hold the ball on us and uh, you know really slow the game down. And and they uh, you know the, the beginning of the first quarter they were pretty successful doing that. And we were all out of sorts. And, and yeah, it was not easy. We had a good second quarter. It was able to get out to a lead, but they came right back. And you know, we had to make some big plays there to, to get the lead back and, and close it out with with a bunch of free throws. So definitely a struggle. That was uh, that fourteen point margin was not indicative of uh, how uh, challenging of a game it was to win. So uh, just thankful to pull that one out. And we're going to mix the, the player conversation here. We'll start, Justin, we'll start with you. As uh, as you took on Rising Sun, you know, it's it's a game that you're going in and you guys are thinking, okay, we got this, we got this. But then you find yourself in a dogfight with a team that you thought you might be able to put away. What were you guys talking about as players uh, trying to get everything right together and, and uh, to pull out that win? Well, we were just kind of focusing on making plays that we needed to and we needed to make them kind of focused on trying to stop them from scoring and getting some key stops and key buckets. And just trying to make plays and win the game. Yep. And uh, Caleb Simon in the, in the second half of that ball game against Rising Sun. What did you think was the key to that game? Defense was definitely the key. Our offense wasn't terrible. We took a couple bad shots, but everybody does. So defense was definitely key. And uh, Wyatt uh, Day, when uh, when that game was over with, was there a little sense of relief? Because sometimes they say when you go in as a sectional favorite, and you guys are really kind of the prohibitive favorite for the conference. Sometimes the toughest game to win is the first one. Yeah. Um, we knew it was gonna be. We had to fight every game. It's like sectionals. Anybody can come out of them. I always, we always say like sectionals are really hard to get out of. And I thought we did really well. We made some really key stops when we needed them, and made big buckets that poured away at the end. But when it's a pretty close game with a team that shouldn't be around, it's just we had to pick it up, and we did. And we yeah. The key the, well. the key play there is when they tied it. They hit a three to tie it, and we came down the other end and. Kale had a jump stop and in one, and I, I thought it was a block. I thought they might call a charge. Going back and watching, I'm, I'm pretty confident it was a block, but I don't know if they maybe should have counted that basket. So <laughs> I think we caught a break there. I got uh, their coach a little fired up and ended up uh, getting us a few extra free throws there. So yeah. a big big play to get us the lead back. And then once once we got it, you know, we've been able to seal some games at the free throw line, and that, that's basically what happened. Yeah, free throws down the stretch certainly were big, but uh, it was a question where, I mean, it was a, it was a two-point game with about two. 240 to go. They had three different possessions where they came down. They had empty possessions, and then they had two other trips down where they where you guys forced turnovers. You know, sometimes in addition to be a good team and in, in tournament play, you have to be a little bit lucky, and you got a bit of both that night. Yeah, we did. We definitely uh, dodged a bullet. You know, we beat them pretty bad just two weeks ago at home. So, right. like you said, that, that first one, having just played them, you know, it's human nature to relax a little bit and think, you know, that we have this in the bag. And that certainly wasn't the case. And just give them a lot of credit for as hard as they played. That was Eagle coach Clint Bowman, along with players Justin Sweeney, Caleb Simon, and Wyatt Day. After this two-minute timeout, you'll hear them talk about their semifinal win over Waldron. This is the Class 1A Regional 15 pregame show on Country 103.9 WRBI.
You only have one smile. Make yours the best it can be with Batesville Dental. For over 40 years, Batesville Dentals provided the latest technology in their state-of-the-art facility. They strive to make your visit a pleasure. Doctors Broughton, Liedermeyer, and Roberts and their staff offer preventative care, Invisalign, implants, extractions, and cleanings to keep your mouth healthy and your smile beautiful. Batesville Dental, 391 Northside Drive, Batesville. You only have one smile. Make yours the best it can be. Batesville Dental. Lawfree Valley Ag, serving southeastern Indiana from locations in Osgood, Versailles, and Dillsboro, has an oil sale going on now through the end of March. They're already your go-to for top-tier country mark fuel. Make them your go-to for oil, LP propane, and farm petroleum. Checked out their retail store lately? Need something for the farm, garden, or do-it-yourself project? They've got it at the Osgood store. Lawfree Valley Ag. You already go there for country mark fuel. Stop in for everything else you need, too. Get Dry Waterproofing is your local basement waterproofing company. Turn that damp, ugly space into usable living space or storage. And it all starts with one simple call to Get Dry Waterproofing. Specializing in foundation waterproofing and foundation repair, Get Dry does concrete work, retaining walls, and water and sewer lines. So if you have a space that needs to get dry, there's one clear choice. Call Get Dry Waterproofing in Versailles and get a free estimate. Call 756-6080. That's 756-6080. You know what's frustrating? I just picked up my truck from the collision center after snapping a power pole in half. And then... What is this, Mother Nature's hunting season or something? She shot ice pellets at my Ford and dinged it all up. Well, if your vehicle was damaged by the hailstorm too, AJ's Auto Body and Towing stands ready to remove all evidence of Mother Nature's hunt. So you can forget it ever happened. When it's crunch time, it's time to call AJ's Auto Body and Towing in Napoleon. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. We are in Martinsville for 1A Regional 15 Basketball. With Rob Moorhead, I'm Bryce Kendrick. We continue now our sectional 60 conversation from Monday night with Jacksonville coach Clint Bowman, along with players Justin Sweeney, Caleb Simon, and Wyatt Day on their semifinal win against Waldron. Friday night, you looked more like the team that I think Osgood Jacksonville fans have enjoyed watching throughout much of the season. 74-60 was the final score. And, you know, 16 points, that's that's a nice, sizable win. And, and uh, you know, it was certainly a game that really never got out of hand, but it's a game that Waldron kind of hung around a little bit. But I thought, in, in seeing that game in person, I thought you guys played pretty solid basketball. Yeah, for that, <clears throat> that was more of our, our style of the game. Um, we were able to get the lead there early, so that kind of prevents teams from trying to slow it down. And you know, when we get it out in the open floor, we're, we're pretty tough. When we got Wyatt and, and Justin and Caleb running the break, and we got some big long guys that like to run and get it up ahead to them. So um, yeah, we we really controlled that. I was trying to get get some rest. So for some guys there in the fourth quarter, you know, I think we had it out to twenty three at one time. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, they have two kids, those two juniors, that uh, Lucas Mitchell and Bryce Yarling. Them kids, they're going to be really good next yes. year. We, we can't guard him this year. I don't know how we're going to guard him next year. So, uh, Mitchell, he had to end up with 26, I think. And yeah. the Yarlin kid, he's only about 5'5". Five, five, he had 17. Yeah, he's strong. And, and they had they had 20-plus the first time we played him. So, the, we just had some other kids there that we didn't uh, have to focus on quite as much. But, you know, that shows how good they are. We're, we're trying to – we want three guys in the lane there every time they drive, and they're still putting up, uh, you know, 40 points or so between them. So, yeah, they're going to be a good team. And I, I think their coach does a really good job. So, kudos to them. But we were able to – kind of win that one a little more comfortably, uh, which was a little less stressful. Right. You know, I'm sitting here with three guys that have been 
been a, a big part of this team. Just looking at some of the offensive numbers, and again, all, you know, all three of these guys were major contributors on Friday night. Day had 20, Simon had 17, uh, Sweeney had 8. Reship, who's who's also been in there, and he's had some big games for you guys this season. He threw in a, a nice twelve points, and and Wyatt, I think that's the nice thing about this team is that one, you can have you can go out as a team and have a very balanced scoring night, or there's the capability of of any one of you guys going off for a big night. Yeah, that's kind of how it is. If somebody needs to step up, Sweeney always steps up big. He's the, one of the best defensive players I've seen in a long time, and you always put him on the number one guy. And Caleb, he's always there, rebounding and everything else, and. The juniors that we have now, they've been playing great. They've been playing really good ball. And if we aren't having the best game, they step up and they put up 15 or 10 or 15, whatever they need to do to win. So that's awesome. Caleb, in that matchup against uh, Waldron, what did you feel was the biggest factor for the, for the victory? Definitely our juniors. Our juniors stepped up big in that one. Our defense wasn't terrible, but we had a plan to leave two guys and go double team, triple team, whatever we needed to do. That was kind of tough. You'd lose track of your guy, they'd get a layup. I don't know. Defense was kind of a big thing to this sectional, but also the juniors and other role players, good seniors we have, they stepped up too. So, And, Justin, as, as you look at your team, and, again, it's not all about scoring, but everybody has certain responsibilities, certain roles to play, and if you don't have the role players, then, you know, the guys that are typically your leading scorers, they can't do the job that they typically do. Yeah, definitely. Like, if – if we don't have shooters in the corner, then they're gonna just going to focus on Wyatt and Caleb all the time, and then it's going to be real hard to score. But we got other guys stepping up, and that helps kind of take some of the load off them guys, even though they can do their fair share. We'll have more with Coach Bowman and the Eagle players from Monday's Coach's Quarter when our pregame show continues after this two-minute timeout on Country 103.9 WRBI. Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Neggingard Tent and Party Rental in Osgood's your one-stop party shop. From backyard celebrations to birthdays and weddings, they have you covered with a huge selection of party supplies. Neggingard's goes beyond the basics to design, engineer, and produce amazing events. The event specialists at Neggingard Tent and Party Rental can help you choose tents, decor, lighting, and other accessories to bring your event vision to life. You can even select items for your party and build an estimate online. Just visit OsgoodPartyExpress.com. Kurt Nelco, your local Linux dealer, is 50 years old. Hi, it's Scott Lamping, and we're proud to have been providing quality products, professional installation, and dependable service for residential, commercial, and farms in southeastern Indiana since 1971. Our experienced and helpful calendar staff can help you do-it-yourselfers and contractors, and our experienced service technicians and installers are glad to do it for you. Kurt Nelco, celebrating 50 years of business. 
Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. This is the Class A Regional Pregame Show from Martinsville on Country 103.9 WRBI. I'm Bryce Kendrick with Rob Moorhead. We continue to look back at Jacksonville's sectional championship with Coach Clint Bowman, along with players Justin Sweeney, Caleb Simon, and Wyatt Day. We pick up Monday's Coach's Corner interview now with the sectional title win over Hauser. Let's go to Saturday because that was the uh, most fun of all. You come back Saturday night for that uh, championship matchup with Hauser, team that uh, you beat quite handily earlier in the season. But, Coach, we'll start with you. And we talked about this in the postgame show. You knew Hauser wasn't going to come in and just uh, say, let's just hand them the trophy. It's, it's over before it started. Jets gave you a good game. Yeah, they played really well. You know, we played them uh, you know, a few weeks ago, you know, really tried to take these two guys out. Wyatt and Caleb. So I was anticipating that again, especially after watching them uh, against Oldenburg the night before. They played a triangle and two the whole game. And you know, we don't have a lot of time to prepare. Uh, we actually had a girls' uh, middle school tournament at our place that uh, Saturday <laughs> morning. So we didn't have a gym till uh, right before we left. Um, so we had about a half hour, 45 minutes to kind of talk about what they were going to do and how we were going to attack it. And so we put in a couple of little sets and quick hitters and for that triangle and then lo and behold he comes out in the diamond and one and you know just face guard and Wyatt and so we were all out of sorts there but the first quarter you know if, if you just watch the first quarter back you'd think Jacksonville went on to win by 40 points 28 at the end of one I mean we were getting whatever we wanted they were having a hard time with our length it, it reminded me of the first quarter of our game against Covenant Christian where it, it took them a quarter to adjust to our speed and our length like it took us to adjust to Covenant Christian the other week and and uh, you know we were getting up and down we were getting whatever shots we wanted we they were fouling you know they were turning it over so it did not go like that the rest of the game you know so the the second quarter I thought we got pretty stagnant um have I watched it back again you know we got some good shots we just didn't couldn't put it in the hole we you know had missed a couple open threes you miss a couple layups a couple go in for them and it kind of snowballed from there and took just a one point lead in the halftime I was uh, rather disappointed and in, in, in the last two minutes of the quarter so yeah they they were they're gonna be really Really good too. They're they were young. He's playing two, three freshmen, and um, their big guys gave us some trouble. You know, we kept trying to front, and our help side wasn't there. They're big, strong kids, so uh, we, we just felt that's the best way for us to guard them is to not let them get it in there. And right. we were not doing that. They were getting it in there at will. So yeah, it was definitely a tough first half. So let's talk to, to the players. Okay, you're at halftime. You're in a one point ball game against a team that you're heavily favored. Uh, Justin, what was the, what were the comments in the locker room? Uh, I, I know Coach certainly probably had his share on you know what he had to say. What did you guys talk about as players before you came out to play that third quarter? We were just saying how we need to maybe move a little more on offense and get some stops on defense and just play our game and not let them dictate how we play. And uh, Caleb, as you look at this from a player's perspective and, and things aren't going quite the way that you want them to, it's really easy to kind of let the frustration get the better of you, but you guys seem to hold your composure and were able to come out in the second half and play better basketball. Yeah, first half it was real rough, and then we kind of talked at halftime, said what Justin said. And right. I guess the good part about our team is nobody tries to force too much, and mm-hmm. we play together real well, so we're just like, let's move the ball, we'll stay on the top end, and We'll get this one out. So. Well, I, I think you bring up a pretty good point, and, and this to, to what Coach Bowman was talking about with the, with the defense, the different defenses that you've seen. And I know why that a lot of times that they'll go a diamond and one, or they'll try to face guard you. That's just something that you can't let get the best of you. And as Caleb was just saying, you can't force it. If they're going to do that to you, somebody else has got to be open and step up. And and you've seen that with your teammates this year. Yeah, they face guard me, but I was like, I don't even have to do anything. I knew our players were going to step up. Caleb Sweeney and 
our juniors, they played really great. And the first half, we just weren't really putting the ball in the hole like we thought we would have. From the three-point line, really wasn't going our way. And then we came out hot the second half. And from then on, we kind of just kept digging deep and we pulled off the win. Well, one player that isn't here that certainly uh, was a key to that third quarter was uh, Devin. Uh, Devin had a really big third quarter. You know, Miller on, on Hauser's side, but he dropped in three threes that quarter. But Devin certainly had a, a great third, and uh, I, I think that really helped you out in the second half. Yeah, we had we needed somebody to step up and hit a shot. You know, we, Ryan Wilson, he's kind of our sharpshooter. He had an off couple games there, just off just by a little bit, just catching the front of the rim. And so somebody had to step up and hit one. And you know, Devin hit the one right in front of the bench. I thought he was kind of off balance and didn't have his feet right, and it did nothing but net. And then we swung around the next time. He hit another one, and and uh, then we found him underneath. Wyatt had a little no look pass. He cut in the lane, and uh, so it hit him on a drive there. So these three guys, they're you know, they sacrifice so much. Much, you know, like they could they could score more. All three of them could score more on, on, on a different team. But you know, that's not how we played last year. We had four guys that averaged double figures, and these guys stepped up. And I, I told Matt and Devin and Nate and Ryan, I was like, if you're cutting to the basket, you better run around with your hands up because you're going to get hit in the side of the head. So uh, <laughs> these guys will find you, and uh, and we have a rule on our team: if you're open, you better shoot it, and if you don't, you're probably going to come sit by me. We have one more segment to go for Monday's Coach's Corner. Coach Bowman, Justin, Caleb, and Wyatt and I will be back after this two-minute timeout on Country 103.9 WRBI. At Chosen Designs, their personalized service and attention to detail make them the chosen ones when it comes to customizing products. Whether it's embroidery, screen printing, signs, banners, or promotional products, Chosen Designs can put your logo, brand, or idea on thousands of items. They're growing and have moved into a new building at 1182 South Ripley Estates Drive in Versailles. Stop by the shop, call them at 812-689-3370, or check out their website at chosen with a Z, designs.com. Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. We are here to help you with all your new or pre-owned purchases as well as all your service and parts needs. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. That's right, it's free with Fleetwood. Stop in from sales to service to parts to see what's new and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. It's time to get things ready for spring, and you can with help from Versailles Farm and Garden. Pick up seed starting supplies, bulk garden seed, and soil. Onion sets are now available, and seed potatoes are coming soon. They're getting ready for a great year and stocked up on lots of new products. Be sure to stop by and check out the selection of flower pots, garden decor, pools and pool supplies, landscaping, and so much more. Friendly faces and exceptional customer service at Versailles Farm and Garden, where US 50 meets Highway 421. Kummer and Ertel, attorneys at law, congratulates the Jackson Dell boys basketball team on a fantastic season. Proudly serving Ripley County from their office in Osgood, Kummer and Ertel can help you with your personal injury or wrongful death claim. Do recent events have you reviewing your estate planning and will? Set up an appointment with Neil Kummer and John Ertel to make the process smooth and legal. When you need an attorney, see Kummer and Ertel, attorneys at law in Osgood. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to Martinsville as we are drawing closer to a 1A regional semifinal match between number 10 Jacksonville and number 8 Bloomfield. 
Our final Coach's Corner segment, Take Monday Night, has players Justin Sweeney, Caleb Simon, and Wyatt Day talking about their favorite moments from the sectional and Coach Bowman discussing the regional matchup with the Cardinals. The celebration is going on on the floor, and Wyatt, you know, it was 2015 the last time that Jacksonville won a championship when the final horn sounded, and was it just this release of emotion like, finally it's happened? Yeah, it was like all the hard work that we put in for years and everything that we've done, and knowing that they we haven't won it in seven years, like, this is the year to do it, so we can't take anybody for granted, and that's what we did, and it was awesome when we had that happen. Just no better feeling than... The whole community being there and the support that everybody gives. And then the fire trucks on the way home. It's just, it's pretty awesome. Yes. So. Jackson Dell does a, a sectional championship and tournament championship celebrations, right? I've, yeah. I've been around for a few of those. So. We, we know how to do it. Yes. Uh, Coach Smith has given us given them a lot of practice over the, the last uh, 20 years, so yeah. uh, we're getting pretty good at it. That's good. Caleb, as you look at the celebration, you go back to your time in, in junior high, and did you think it would take, and I, I don't mean this in a negative way, but did you think it would take this long to come up with that championship when it finally happened? What, how did it feel? I didn't think it'd take that long, if being honest. <laughs> I thought there was a couple of years we could have had it. We went to the finals against Oldenburg, right? They're a good team, but I think we could beat them. They ended up beating us, and then the other two years were just bad years. We were a good team, but yeah. other teams are better. And then this year, it's just special because all our seniors are back together. This is what we did in eighth grade. Right. That's what made this year special. Well, a special season indeed, and, and Coach and I have talked about this, and Justin, I'll let you take this. When you think about the uh, the holy trinity of basketball in Ripley County, you get the ORVC championship, you get the Ripley County championship, and you get Class 1A sectional 60. It doesn't get any better than that. No, it doesn't, especially when you're playing with the five guys that you've been playing with since junior high. Just can't beat it. No question. Well, that was the sectional. Uh, we're going to talk a little regional basketball right now, and uh, the focus at hand be when you head up to Martinsville. Coach, you, you made the road trip, so you know how to get there. There's no good way to get there, but we made it. <laughs> we have Bloomfield in the, the noon game, and uh, they, they're very similar type of team to us. They, they may play a little more deliberately, but I think if we get, get the flow of the game, we get, get it out and go, I think they'll run with us a little bit. And if we can kind of pick up, get that tempo up to like where we like to play, I think that will give us a better opportunity to win. But they have some big guys. They have a 6'7 and a 6'3 and a guy that like to play inside a lot. And they're not going to overwhelm us athletically or anything. And, you know, I think we have the better shooters. You know, I think we played a, a tough schedule. They, they have a really, really tough schedule down where they're at just in their conference and uh, to get out of their sectional. So um, we can definitely win this thing on Saturday. Um, we're going to have to play two good games. And if you've been to a lot of our games, we will rise to the level of that. We can, we can take it up a level, play with a team that's maybe better than we are. And uh, we've done that over the years. And these guys did that when we were in eighth grade. We'd go play East Central. And, you know, they got these guys were all five, six, five, seven. We're playing six foot kids that are already growing. So right. um, they always are able to match, pick it up a notch. And, and uh, so I'm looking forward to playing some really good teams. And because uh, that's, you know, I tried to challenge them all year. And we're just going to look at it as another challenge. And that we're going to fit right in and, and, and have a good chance to win. All right. Well, while I got you guys here, as far as this, the sectional tournament, Wyatt, was concerned, what was your most favorite memory about, about the sectional week? Uh, sectional week was definitely cutting the nets down. Cutting the nets down after that big win on Saturday and having everybody there. The community just, it's huge. I don't know why. Just Jacksonville's always, it's a basketball school. I don't know why. Out of our conference, it's, it's, your, your it's football a, Your football team, though, is undefeated. Yeah, we are undefeated in that. Since 61. I have a t-shirt that says it. Yeah, yeah but just our support that we have and everybody there. I mean, you look up in the crowd, all three of those games were 
packed full. And I was like, it just, you can't get any better than that. Yeah, uh, the Osgood fans travel very, very well. Caleb, what about you? Just knowing that this team's pretty much a family, that was probably my favorite part. We learned that when we were all cutting down nets and getting pictures after the game. Everybody wanted them with each other, the right. pictures. So knowing this that's team's great. like a family, that's probably the most enjoyable thing. Justin? I'd say just experiencing this with all the guys, seeing all the fans come out and support us and getting to lift that trophy up with all the guys and celebrate with everybody. You know, we talked there we after the Greensburg game that we, we really had a chance to win. We had a couple shots to take the lead, and, and we thought, you know, now's the time we're going to go on a run. So we've hit, we were at 10 in a row now, and so we need four more. And uh, I told him, how about we're just done losing for the year? So that, that, that's where our minds are, and we're definitely not satisfied. We definitely enjoyed it. We're not done. Everybody knows we're going to come in and have a chance to win, and we're going to play really hard. It's going to take a couple bounces to go our way, but we got the guys to do it, so let's go win it. And that was Jacksonell coach Clint Bowman, along with players Justin Sweeney, Caleb Simon, and Wyatt Day, who joined me Monday night on Coach's Corner. When we come back after this two-minute timeout, Rob Moorhead will join me as we take a closer look at the Jacksonville Eagles and the Bloomfield Cardinals. This is the Class 1A Regional 15 pregame show for Martinsville on Country 103.9 WRBI. Wesley's Excavating Services specializes in installing new field drain, tile, and waterways, improving field drainage for Ripley County and surrounding areas. Wes uses the latest water management technology to design a custom tile plan that will increase your yield and bottom line. Wesley's Excavating Services salutes the Jackson Dell Eagles on an amazing season. Contact Wes today, 756-2577 for Wesley's Excavating Services. Everyone in southeastern Indiana knows dining at Ertl Cellars is the perfect way to make an evening extra special. But did you know you can also enjoy live music at Ertl Cellars? This Friday night, listen to a fun, eclectic mix of songs from Dino while you dine. You can check out Ertl Cellars' full live music schedule online anytime at ertlcellarswinery.com. They've got at least one musical event each month the rest of the year. Ertl Cellars on 1100 South, just south of Batesville, for fine dining and fun. Farmers, when you're in the field this spring, keep Walter's Tire in mind for service calls. And this month, see Walter's Tire for special pricing on farm utility and trailer tires. They've also got special pricing on semi-truck and trailer tires and a $175 semi-alignment with the purchase of steers. And don't forget your grocery getter. Get up to $200 in mail-in rebates on select Goodyear tires with a Goodyear credit card. At Walter's Tire, on Main, just west of the Greensburg Square. Encore Insurance, the samples agency, is located in Osgood with a new office in Versailles coming soon. It's a small-town agency with world-class service. Encore does the hard work so you don't have to, whether it be auto, home, business, or life. Encore can get you the insurance you need at a price you can afford. To request a quote, please see their website at EncoreINSGroup.com. Encore Insurance congratulates the Jacksonville Eagles on their Ripley County ORBC and Postseason Championship. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Once again, thank you very much, Jeff Smurdell. I hope you enjoyed those interviews. Again, uh, the interviews taped on Monday night during Coach's Corner. Big thanks uh, to Jackson Dell coach uh, Clint Bowman, along with Wyatt Day, Justin Swinney, and Caleb Simon uh, joining us Monday night on Coach's Corner. I'm Bryce Kendrick along with Rob Moorhead. We are live at Martinsville High School getting ready for the second semifinal between number 10 Jackson Dell and number 8 Bloomfield. In our first game, 
It was uh, the number nine ranked Indianapolis Lutheran Saints over the 14th ranked Indy Metro Pumas by a final score of 63 to 54. Uh, in that game, uh, Lutheran led 12 to 7 at the end of the first quarter. They had an 8 nothing run to close the quarter. Excuse me, a 7 nothing run. Ended up going 15 to 7 early in the second. Then uh, a big comeback by Indy Metro took a 21 17 lead at the half. The last time the game came at 28 all. By the end of the third quarter, uh, Lutheran had increased its lead to six at 41-35. They got up by as many as 12 in the fourth quarter. And Rob Moorhead, as we saw, uh, Lutheran really had a hard time knocking down free throws, and that really gave the Pumas an opportunity to get back in this thing. It got very ugly at the end, which we'll address in a minute. But the final score ended up being 63-54 to in favor of the Saints. Well, Indianapolis Metropolitan, Bryce, their strategy in the fourth quarter was to send – uh, send in Indianapolis Lutheran to the free throw line, and it worked. Listen to these numbers. Metropolitan committed 17 fouls, 16 of them in the fourth quarter, 17 <laughs> in the second half. Of those, that sent Indianapolis Lutheran to the free throw t- line 21 times in the fourth quarter, and they only connected on 10, so less than 50%. And every time they missed, the rebound was going the other way, and it gave Indianapolis Metropolitan a chance to stay in the ball game and got it down what Bryce as close as five I think it did uh, in the fourth quarter there 50, before uh, yeah fifty six fifty one yeah before Lutheran was able to go ahead and close out the ball game. Well, as we look at uh, some of the individual stats from that game, starting first with Indianapolis Lutheran, uh, Tez Clay led the Saints with twenty one points. You had uh, Mitch Lee turning in twelve points. He also had five rebounds. K.J. Patterson, 11 points and 7 boards, also had a blocked shot. On the Indy Metro side, Omari Ferguson led everybody to, uh, this afternoon with 23 points. David Merriweather, 11 points and 13 rebounds to go along with a couple of blocked shots. Uh, Terrell Galbraith finished the game with 8 rebounds, 4 steals, and uh, 8 points. Rob, what about some key team stats? Key team stats had to do with shooting. For Metropolitan, let's start with Luther, and they won the ball game. They went 15 from 34 for 34 from 2 for 44%. But, Bryce, the key to me for their stats, they shot 7 for 15 from the three-point arc for 47%. Five of those makes came in the second half on 5 of 10 shooting. Uh, Their free-throw line statistic was huge, as we mentioned, but for a negative, uh, they were 12 for 27 for 44%. That's the only reason this game was close. If they make free throws down the stretch, they win that double digit. But for Metropolitan, shooting-wise, 14 for 28 for the game from two. Nothing wrong with that. But Bryce, from three-point land, they were four of 18 for only 22%, and that made a huge difference in the ballgame. Rebounding stats were pretty close. The other key stat, Metropolitan turned it over 21 times in the game to only 16 turnovers for Indianapolis Lutheran, who will be moving on to take the winner of the game, getting ready to play, be played in front of us here. At 8 o'clock tonight, Bryson. Yep, Lutheran uh, will be moving on indeed with a record of 19-5. and five. They are ninth ranked in the final AP poll, currently 8th in the latest Sagarin. And again, they do face the winner of Jacksonville and Bloomfield coming up. Uh, before we get into this game, we want to mention a couple of other finals. Uh, earlier today, it was number 7 Edinburgh out of the Mid-Hoosier Conference falling to number 2 North Davies. Uh, that final score was 38-37, to 37, and as they say in the business, this just in, Lawrenceburg falling to Evansville Bossy 
uh, down at Washington for that 3A Regional 8, 73-62, the final score. It was a one-point game at halftime, but the Bossy Bulldogs with a bigger second half. They win that one by 11, 73-62. The Tigers end their season at 17-10. and Edinburgh, by the way, closes out an outstanding year at 23-4. and We have Bloomfield and Jacksonville in front of us. Rob and I will help set you up for the second semifinal after this two-minute timeout on Country 103.9 WRBI. Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Call 811 before you dig. Whether it's gas, water, or sewer work being done on your property, insist on it. Osgood Utilities also salutes the Jackson Dell boys basketball team on an amazing season and playoff run. They know that participation in organized sports teaches lessons in hard work and teamwork that will stay with these young men for life. Osgood Utilities, reminding you to be safe and dial 811 before you dig. DJ Roofing Supply, just east of Morris on State Road 46, is your local source for roofing materials, tools, and supplies. Whether you're a do-it-yourself or re-roofing that old shed out back, or a professional contractor with a big job to tackle, DJ Roofing Supply has what you need. They offer both ground drops and rooftop delivery of the materials you need to finish your project in record time. So long as Mother Nature cooperates. That's DJ Roofing Supply, east of Morris on State Road 46, southeastern Indiana's source for roofing materials, tools, and supplies. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. No two funerals replicate, nor should they. Funeral ceremonies should reflect how you want to be remembered. Loving grandparent, avid sports fan, community leader, outdoorsman, church member. By pre-planning your funeral in advance with Neal's Funeral Home, you can write the final chapter in your book of life, as well as make other instrumental decisions such as visitation arrangements, minister, songs, and military salutes. Neal's Funeral Home, Ripley County's pre-planning experts. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Southeastern Indiana's Sports Voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And we're back at Martinsville as we are nearing the start of the second 1A regional semifinal between number 10 Jackson Dell and number 8 Bloomfield. I'm joined now by Rob Moorhead. And Rob, please uh, let's take a closer look at these two teams starting first with Jack. Jackson Dell, Bryce, the 10th ranked Eagles enter the Sweet 16 with a 20 and 5 record overall as undefeated champions of the ORVC. Jacksondale captured its 14th sectional title overall at Southwestern Shelby and first since 2015. Eagles defeated Hauser 61-46 in the championship game. Earlier sectional wins included a 62-48 final over Rising Sun in round one and a 74-60 victory against Waldron in the semifinals. Second-year coach Clint Bowman's boys are currently riding a 10-game winning streak which dates back to February 9th. Their only loss since February 1st was a four-point defeat at 3A number 9 Greensburg. The Osgood guys are averaging 16 points a game while giving up 55.5. Their opponent win percentage is 477. Jacksonville's current Sagarin computer rating is 70.6, 
which is 12th best in Class 1A. Jack has won four regional titles with their last claim right here in 2009 at Martinsville. That same season, JCD won both the semi-state at Seymour and the program's only state championship up in the Circle City. Jackson Dell defeated Triton 66-55 under Coach David Bradshaw, who is in attendance today. Coach Bradshaw is in the house. Rob, the Eagles are taking on the eighth-ranked Cardinals of Bloomfield. The Redbirds are 20-6 overall and finished as co-6-1 champions of the Southwestern Conference, along with North Davies and Linton Stockton. Bloomfield took home its 35th, that's right, I said 35th sectional championship at White River Valley. It's their fifth since 2016. They last won in 2020. 20. Bloomfield knocked off North Central of Farmersburg, 47-39 in the finals. The Cards beat Shackamack, 50-35 in the opening round, and then routed winless Eminence, 61-18 in the semis. Third-year Cardinal coach J.B. Neal, who's also in his 12th year overall, saw his club win 10 of their first 11 games. The guys from Greene County have a modest three-game winning streak, all sectional wins, but they lost to two very tough opponents to close out the regular season, 1A number 4 Bar Reeve and 4A Bloomington South. Bloomfield is averaging 55 points a game while surrendering 40 and a half. That's the 10th best scoring defense in the state and 24th best for overall margin of victory. Their opponent's win percentage is 565. The Cardinals' current Sagarin computer rating is 78.2, which is fourth best in Class 1A. Bloomfield has won seven regional titles with their last earned in 2019 here at Martinsville. The Cardinals have also won two semi-states, but never a state championship. We're going to take a commercial break, and when we come back, we've got more of the pregame show as we draw closer here to the start of this second semifinal between Jackson Dell and Bloomfield. You're listening to 1A Regional 15 for Martinsville on Country 103.9 WRBI. Would you look at the time? It's tax time. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but here's what you may not know when you file with H&R Block, like how you can get expert help in person or virtually. Plus, our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request to work with the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. No one offers more ways to help with your taxes than H&R Block. At H&R Block, help is here. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and Versailles. When you think home improvement, think Halcom Home Center. No matter what you need, Halcom has it. Lover for that spring project? Halcom has it. Cabinets for a kitchen or bath facelift? Halcom has it. Paint to spruce up a room you're just tired of? Halcom has it. Flooring to give a new comfortable look to an old space? Halcom has it. And unlike the box stores, you'll always find a helpful smiling face to answer your questions. So when you think of home improvement, think Halcom Home Center in Versailles. Because Halcom's has it. Decatur County REMC is a proud community partner and your trusted resource for energy and information. Our people, our members, and our communities are our most important assets. We're here for you 24-7, powering your lives and strengthening our communities. Decatur County REMC, your Touchstone Energy partner. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. 
Once again, here in Martinsville, Indiana, getting ready for Class 1A Regional 15. The winner of this one goes on to face the Indianapolis Lutheran Saints, who earlier this morning defeated the Indy Metro Pumas by a final score of 63-54. to I'm Bryce Kendrick along with Rob Moorhead as we get set for number 10 versus number 8. And, Rob, I tell you what, let's go ahead and take a look at today's starting lineups. Let's do it. Let's meet first the visiting team on the scoreboard this afternoon. Your Jacksonville Eagles coming in with a record of 20-5 and five for Coach Clint Bowman. They will start the following at one guard, a 6'2 senior wearing number three, Wyatt Day. Wyatt averages 21 points and six rebounds a ball game. A second guard, a 5'9 senior, Ryan Wilson, wearing number five today. Also a guard, a 6'1 senior, wearing number 15, Justin Sweeney. Two forwards today for the Eagles. The first one, a 6'5 junior, number 34, Matt Dickman, and also a 6'3 senior, wearing number 40, averaging 18 points and 10 rebounds a game, is Caleb Simon. Both Simon and Day, 1,000-point scores for the Jacksonville Eagles. Coach Bowman in his second season at the helm, a record of 35 and 13 for the Class 2A, number 10, Jacksonville Eagles. The home team on your scoreboard today? will be the Class 2A number 8-ranked Bloomfield Cardinals under the direction of head coach J.B. Neal. They'll start a four-guard lineup tonight. One guard, a 5'9 junior wearing number 10, Justin Beard. The second guard is a 6'3 senior wearing number 11, Christopher Royal. A third guard is a 6-foot senior, wears number 22, Ryan Schulte. And the fourth guard, a 6'2 senior, wears number 30, Balin Graff. Balin averages 19 points and 7 rebounds a contest. The only forward in the starting lineup, a 6'7 junior. He wears number 40, Peter Combs. Peter averages 10 points and five rebounds a game for Coach J.B. Neal's Bloomfield Cardinals. Bryce? And, uh, Rob, before we get into the Billy's Looking Good Fashion Report, you mentioned J.B. Neal. There's a little bit of a connection between the Neal family and the Moorhead family. There is indeed. J.B. was the head coach at Edgewood prior to coming to Bloomfield. And over at Edgewood, my two sons, Brad and Trent, were both assistant coaches for J.B. when he got a sectional championship over at Bloomfield. Also won uh, the uh, the tournament that they play uh, the Wabash Valley Classic over Christmas, a huge 16-team tournament down in Terre Haute. JB and the uh, Edgewood Mustangs won that. I believe that was back in 2018, and also the same year they won the sectional, Bryce. Now, did uh, Coach Neal express which Moorhead assistant coach he liked working with more? He did not, but but I think what he found was whenever <laughs> there was open gym, the Moorhead boys wanted to be out there playing, and he said, they don't have any eligibility left. Get them off the floor and get our high school kids in there. So, JB's a good man. He's a good coach. Very fundamental coach, and as you saw in your stats we talked about earlier, Bryce, with them only giving up 40.3 points a game, a very defensive-minded coach. No question, and uh, their defensive uh, average is one of the best in the state. Let's take a look now at the Billy's Looking Good Fashion Report brought to you by Billy's Looking Good in Osgood. Think of Billy's for Tuxedo Rental. It is prom season, also wedding time as well. Those prices, $40 off suggested retail what? on all stuff. I said $40 off, Rob Moran. Right. We should have worn tuxedos today. We should have. 
uh, also tanning. And uh, we talked about the picture that's in your profile on your phone. Um, you can lose a little more balance on your noggin, Rob Moorhead. Go to Billy's Looking Good for Tanning. It's also good for promoting vitamin D production during the dark winter months. Now, something that you and I do not have a need for, but so many people do, and that is hair services. Hair services. Yes. They have stylists available Monday and Wednesday from 10 to 1, also Tuesday and Thursday from 10 to 6. Jacksondale is the road team. They are wearing their red scarlet uniforms with Columbia blue numbers trimmed in white. And for the uh, for uh, Bloomfield, rather, they are wearing the home whites with burgundy numbers and no trim, although gold is an accent color for the Bloomfield Cardinals. They are just not wearing that here today. All right. We are ready to get this game underway. Jackson Dell will be shooting at the far end of the gymnasium. We are in one corner of the facility here. Sort of a left or right look for us. And coming at us in the first half will be the Bloomfield Cardinals. The combined records of these two teams, 40 and 11. Jackson Dell Bryce has not lost to a 1A or 2A team this year. Well, let's hope that uh, that holds true for today. Bloomfield controls the tip. Up top with it is Ryan Schulte. First, Eagle, Eagles open man-to-man, Bryce. First look uh, defensively for Jacksonville. Outside, no three taken by Justin Beard. Passes over towards the right wing to Schulte. Feeds it down low to Peter Combs. Combs puts it on the floor a couple times, looking to spin and shoot. Off the glass, didn't get it. Tip back is up. That won't go down. Ball battled for underneath. Jacksonville comes away with a rebound. Nice grab by Justin Sweeney. That matchup inside between the number 40s is going to be a key. In this ball game, Simon on the right side goes over to Day. Day top of the key. Big pass over left side of the floor. Handoff goes to Simon. Handoff was made there by Greeship. Simon trying to battle his way in. Gets the ball to Greeship. Lost it on the floor. Just kind of rolled the ball out to Dickman. Ball tipped by Beard, but Jacksonville able to save it. Simon spinning off the elbow. He'll shoot from 14. Does he get the bounce off the plate? He does not. And his opposite number inside grabs the rebound. That's Peter Combs. He's averaging five boards a game. Not a bad possession there for the Eagles. You'll take that shot in most situations. Out top with it is Justin Beard motioning for his offense to get lined up and start moving. There's a lob play going high-low over to Graf. Graf double-teamed. They kick it to the corner. Three and oh, Royal did, did not shoot the three. Spin down to the right block, double pump, shot up. There's a block by David. They're going to get him for contact. Good job getting into the paint that time by Ryan Schulte. He backed Wyatt Day down, and Wyatt uh, ended up committing the foul. That's going to send Schulte to the free throw line to shoot two. Wyatt picks up foul number one. Schulte, one of three all-conference selections out of the uh, Southwestern Indiana Conference for the Bloomfield Cardinals. He does hit his first free throw. Schulte this season is hitting 53% from the line on 53 attempts. Game's first point belongs to Schulte. Does he get the second? Yes, he does. Nothing but string music. 2-0 in favor of Bloomfield, the home team on the scoreboard, according to the bracket layout here in this regional 15 tournament. Nice feed by Day. Dickman on the inside for two. Yeah, it was a good look that time. Wyatt did a good job working out of a trap there. Bloomfield came up to trap. Just when he got across the timeline, and a nice roll by Dickman for the two. Day averaging three and a half assists a ball game. He got himself one right there. Dickman with a good look inside. Bloomfield battling down inside. Ball slammed off the glass there by Combs. Just really muscled it up there hard off the window. Jackson down with a rebound. Left side on the way. The shot is up. It is good. Three-point basket for Jackson Dell. Knocked that one down. Devin Greasip. Yeah, Greasip looked good on that one. He was left alone out there. Bloomfield can't make that mistake. 
So Jackson Dell with the lead, and it's going to be a foul. Elevating for the block attempt was Greasep. It looked like he got a bit of the hand there, Rob. He did indeed, and that foul is going to go on Greasep, and that's going to be his first, and that's going to send Balin Graff to the free throw line. Balin, the 6'2 senior, leading scorer for Bloomfield. And Bryce, he made up his mind he was going to the basket there, and he went. Uh, a hard drive for the left-hander, but he misses the first free throw. Yep, left it short. Pretty good free throw shooter, 71%. And um, over the last two games, the last two sectional games, he was a combined 8 for 8. So that's his first miss in a while. Does come back and answers on that one, makes it a 5-3 game. Jackson Dell with the two-point lead with 5.43 to go in the first quarter. Day walks it across the timeline, picked up at half court by Christopher Royal. Day driving left hand, cut off at the left elbow. Sweeney with it, looking for help. Day on the wing. Dickman standing there in the corner. Day's going to take it in, floats it up, and hits off the iron no good. Graff with the board inside for Bloomfield. He'll bring it up with 5.23 to go in the first quarter. Handoff pass to Schulte. Schulte at the free throw line, trying to go up and under. Not available. Feed down to the left block, off the glass, missed inside by Combs. That's another missed inside look by the 6-7 junior. And Simon trying to throw a, a high pass down underneath to Dickman. A little too tall there. Rob Moran as it goes out of bounds. Yeah, just not a great decision that time by Simon, but he's doing a really nice job defensively inside against Peter Combs. Combs having trouble uh, with the physical nature of Caleb Simon. Our game today brought to you apart by Bruns Gutswiller, Decatur County REMC, and Gilpin Monuments. Bloomfield runs a little flex offense here, Bryce. Now they're getting isolation for Combs on that right block again. Well, they've tried to feed the big fella a couple times. He's come up empty, and there is it. Is it a turnover? Right. Well, wait for it. Now it is. Now Jackson, it is. Yes, Jackson Dell getting a deflection out there off the left wing, and the pickup underneath was made by Greasup. First turnover against Bloomfield. On the drive of Sweeney. Dumped down pass to Dickman. Dickman with the baby hook on the right hand. That's two. Justin Sweeney, great job that time getting to the lane forcing the help defense and dumping it off to Dickman for the two. Seven to three now. Jackson Dell on top. Dickman got a piece of one, got a piece of the second, but Rob, I think the second one involved a foul. The second one will be a foul indeed. That's going to go against Dickman. A good offensive rebound for Bloomfield there to get the second put back. But that's going to take the Bloomfield Cardinals back to the free throw line here to shoot two more. First of two up and in. Ryan Schulte, who made both of his free throw attempts earlier. Rob, Bloomfield has yet to hit a field goal. Yeah, but they've gone to the line. This will be six times, and that's because they're taking the ball to the basket with authority, Bryce. Nice. And I know that's what J.B. Neal wants them to do. If you're going to go to the rim, go in there hard, try to play through contact. Second one is up and in. So Schulte is 4-4 four, four collectively, the team 5-6. You know, six. they just called that one off, oh. Bryce, and I'll tell you why. And I was about to mention it. He did it the first time he was there. Stepped over the line before the ball got to the rim, and they're going to take away that free throw. And that will count as a miss against the shooter because it was against the lane violation was against the shooter, not somebody on the lane, correct? Correct. And now we're going to have a moving screen against Jackson Delbright. They were trying to set up Wyatt Day coming off a double, but this is going to result in a turnover against the Eagles as the foul will go against 24, I do believe. Make that 34. Nope, 24. I was correct the first time. Greasep has picked up his second foul. All right, so Jackson Dell, a little early foul trouble with uh, Greasep coming off the bench. The 6'5 junior picking up two here with still 4.07 to play in the first quarter. Jackson Dell leading this one by a count of 7-4. Eagles go 3-2 zone here. Bloomfield's going to step back and try to figure this out. It's a big zone across the top, Bryce. My you got goodness. Simon uh, out of the top with Greasep. 
Yep, there's some length up top there, isn't there, Rob? Indeed. That's going to make it tough on their shooters, and Bloomfield's got shooters. And uh, Bloomfield is a team that likes to shoot the three ball. They average about 16 attempts a game, and there's a three from the right corner. It is up. It is down. Justin Beard hitting the triple. Ties it up at seven. Yeah, Beard, one of the best on the team. 43% from out there, Bryce. 47 for 110. Eagles have it back in the front. Simon will try to answer with a triple. Missed it off the front of the iron. Rebound defensively by Christopher Royal. Bounces that ball over to Beard. On the dribble drive is Graf. Cut off at the free throw line. Pass down to Combs. Combs picking up a double team. Looking for a cutter. Instead goes out to the wing. Baseline shot from about 12. Missed by Royal. Ball tipped underneath. Give it to Graf. Graf up. Miss. Tip back up. Off the rim. No good. Jacksonville comes away with it. Simon gets the rebound. We'll have a foul against Bloomfield. Foul indeed against Bloomfield. to go against Balin Graf. He tried to bat that ball out of the hands of Caleb Simon. Was unable to do so and instead picked up the foul. Well, if you're Bloomfield, you didn't come away with points, but you did get some good looks on the inside right there. So really kind of a break for the Eagles that they survived that possession. It is, but I, Jacksonville's interior defense has been good so far, Bryce. For the most part, going straight up and making shots difficult in there. Sweeney with it, away from the wing, gives up the dribble. Dickman on the cut, lost it, saved it just before it went out of bounds. He tried for a wraparound pass, and it ended up in the hands of Chris Royal. Three from the right corner on the way by Graf. He hits, and it's a 10-7 Bloomfield lead on the triple by Graf. That's a transition basket for Bloomfield. Jackson Dell did not get back on defense after that turnover. Dickman, left corner, brings it back towards the elbow. Top of the key now is Sweeney, right side over to Simon. Simon, high post pass. Day, double pump, shoots from 13, got it, nice shot. Classic Wyatt Day right there. Get the defender off his feet and go up strong for the basket. Nice job by Wyatt. Day gets uh, Jackson Dell back within one at 10-9 with 2.14 to play in the first quarter. Walking it up slowly is Ryan Schulte. Jackson Dell switches back man-to-man now, Bryce. So let's see if the new-look defense here by Jackson Dell can yield something positive on the defensive end. And they got a tie-up in the middle, and that's what Jackson Dell wanted, and they got it, and it ends up being a turnover up. That was an isolation play by by Bloomfield for Balin Graff. He got it out there on the left wing and attacked the basket. A nice job inside by Justin Sweeney coming over on help side and creating the turnover. Thanks to Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Ison's Family Pizza, and Batesville Dental, among our great sponsors for our regional coverage today here in Martinsville, the home of the Artesians. And what do we got here? Elbow. That's going to be a foul against Matt Dickman on a moving screen. They were trying to set up Wyatt Day coming off a high ball screen at the left elbow, getting Wyatt going with his right hand. And Matt Dickman moved on the screen. And now that's two fouls yes. on Dickman and two also on Greetsup. So that's a little tough there for the Eagles. Some foul trouble here in the first quarter. A couple players with two personals already. Bloomfield with the ball, leading this one by a count of 10-9. to Top of the key, and now the drive by Schulte. Cut off about 13 feet away from the basket. Goes out to Graf, top of the key. This is a tough matchup here, Graf with Dickman. Graf take Dickman inside. He could really get in foul trouble with Dickman. Off to the right wing is Combs. He'll hand off to Schulte. Schulte reversing the ball to the near side of the floor, right side. Far side now they go to Royal. Royal will shoot for three. Missed it off the front of the iron. Simon got it, and then there was a collision. Simon was looking to turn up the floor, and I think they're going to get kind of an incidental block, it looks like, against Bloomfield. They are, but Bryce, I think that's going to be the second foul on Balen Graf, and if it is, that's big. He's the leading scorer. 
And uh, that's not something J.B. Neal wants to see, and he's going to have to take his leading scorer out of the ballgame. Wow, that is a tough foul indeed. Only two fouls against Bloomfield, and they do go against their top scorer, Balen Graff. And that's just typical right there of Caleb Simon. You heard me talk about him making grown man plays in there, Bryce, and that was another country-strong rebound. Uh, there was nobody else going to come away with that basketball than Caleb Simon, and he also drew the foul. Down to a buck seven left in this first quarter. Jacksonville with the ball trailing by one ten nine. We have had three or two other area teams fall short in the morning games today. And how about Simon taking control of the situation, driving right side, kissing it off the window for two, and drawing contact, Rob. And J.B. Neal just shaking his head over there. He's like, how are we going to defend that? Caleb Simon caught it at the free throw line. One little jab step fake, went hard to his right, to the right block, drew contact, played through it, laid it off the glass. Now he stands at the line looking for the three-point play. 17.5 points a game. Simon Average is also a 65% free throw shooter, and he makes his first and the team's first of the day. Jackson Dell goes back in front at 12-10. 52 seconds left in the quarter. Fadeaway shot for the baseline, left short by Ross. It's out of bounds, and it will go to the Eagles. Bloomfield, Bryce, yet to make a two-point field goal. They are 0 for 8 from 2 in this ballgame. Goodness. Substitution coming in. Hank Scomp, 5A junior, checking in for the first time for Coach Neal's Cardinals. Again, Bloomfield coming in at 20 and 6. Jacksonville at 20 and 5. The Eagles ranked number 10. The Cardinals ranked number 8. This entire regional, Rob, a really even matchup from top to bottom in this field. It was. That game this, this morning was a very good game. Two evenly matched, very athletic teams. I've seen in several publications leading up to this regional, I've heard the terms loaded and balanced. I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Shot from the right corner, three on the way is good, Ryan Wilson. And a great job by Caleb Simon distributing the basketball there. Had the ball out high, drove to the free throw line, kicked it out for a wide open three in the corner. Jackson Dell with its biggest lead of the first quarter at 15 to 10. Bloomfield may have the final possession. Let's see how they play it out. Top of the key. Oh, left him alone underneath. Heads. Oh, stripped from behind. Great defensive save. Shot up no good. What a reach back, Rob, by Nathan Hoffman to take away what looked to be an easy two inside for the Cardinals. Yeah, it was a nice back cut inside, I believe, on the back cut that time for Bloomfield was Hank Scomp, and he was wide open when he caught it, but then he pump faked and waited for the defense to get there. And uh, good, the good defense by Jackson Dell, but the deflection had the ball roll over to Christopher Royal. Mm-hmm. And the foul is going to go against the Eagles number 15, Justin Swinney, be his first foul. That's the sixth against Jackson Dell. Two-shot opportunity here for the Cardinals. The first is good by Christopher Royal. Royal this season averaging five and a half points a game, an 86% free throw shooter. Hasn't shot it much, 21 attempts, so about one attempt per ball game. That's that Ball State math being put to good use right there. There you go. Second one on the way is up, and that one is no good. Rebound by Simon, and that'll bring us to the end of the first quarter. Jackson Dell with a four-point lead after the first eight minutes. It's 15-11. to 11. We're back in 60 seconds on Country 103.9 WRBI. Everyone at Gilpin Monuments congratulates the Jackson Dell Eagles on an outstanding season. As a local family-owned business which understands the importance of teamwork, Gilpin Monuments takes great pride in low prices and excellent customer service. Stop by 610 South Adams Street in Versailles and see the large variety of monuments on display. Whether large or small, Gilpin's looks forward to helping you find that perfect monument. For general information, please go online to gilpinmonuments.com. 
Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Facebook Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Getting ready to start quarter number two, Rob Moorhead, Jackson Dell leads 15-11. And the shooting is the key right now. Jackson Dell's four for six from two, where Bloomfield is 0 for eight. Jackson Dell two for three from three, same as Bloomfield, with that two-point shooting in the favor of the Eagles. Very balanced scoring across the board for both teams right now. Nobody really standing out. Matt Dickman leading all scores with four at this point. Several with three, several with two. 15-11 your score, Bloomfield with the ball, trailing by four, and that's a player control foul. It is indeed, and a good job by Caleb Simon selling that one. He drew the contact from Peter Combs. The Bloomfield faithful near us here, not happy about that one, but Peter gets called for the offensive foul. That'll be the fourth foul against Bloomfield, and that'll also go down as a turnover, their third. 14 seconds into this second quarter. Jackson Dell will have possession, trailing by, or excuse me, leading by 4, 15 to 11. Our game today brought to you in part by Lothry Valley Ag Co-op. Get dry waterproofing and AJ's auto body and towing. Day missing one from the left block. Rebound underneath, controlled by the cards. Give that one to Graf. Graf goes to the corner on the pass. Passing on the three was Royal. He'll take it and miss the inside shot, but there for the follow-up was Peter Cole. And there's their first two-point basket. After the offensive rebound for Combs. And that first two makes it a two-point game. 15-13, Eagles up by a deuce, 7-11 to play in the second quarter. Giving up on the right side there is Hoffman. Hoffman gets some help from Simon. Day with him on the right side of the floor. Simon goes middle, and now, well, is it turnabout fair play? It is turnabout fair play, and you give credit that time to the defender, Ryan Schulte. He stood his ground. It was a typical play you see from Caleb Simon making the spin move, but as he spun back to his right, he knocked the defender over, and that goes the foul and a turnover. So Bloomfield with the opportunity here to tie or take the lead. Jackson Dell's biggest lead was at 15-10. The last four points belong to the Cardinals. They're trying to isolate inside for Graf. A good job by Dickman defensively. Actually, the last three points belong to the Cardinals. Fake on the three ball was Schulte. Schulte trying to drive, spins his way in the lane, lost his bounce. Simon puts both hands up, gets the block. Simon takes it up left side of the floor, into the lane, lays it in for two. Beautiful job by Caleb Simon going over the front of the rim right there. Uh, they Right now, Bloomfield doesn't have a matchup for Caleb Simon. Simon running coast to coast right there. He got that deflection about four or five feet away from the basket and ran it all the way down to the other end for the finger roll lay-in. Missed shot inside again by Combs. He's having a tough time inside against Jackson Dell. Eagles on the rebound. Day on the break. Off the window and in. Day kisses it off the right glass for two. Great defense by Caleb Simon on one end. They get the rebound, kick it out to Wyatt Day, and he does his thing on the offensive end, Bryce. Six-point lead now for Jack. Their biggest lead of the first half, 19-13 with 5.52 to go on the second. Schulte with it right wing going over to Graf. Graf. Getting picked up with a double team. Fights his way against a triple team. Rob Moore, gets it to go. Balen Graf did a great job. He had Dickman and Simon. He had to score over there, and he did it. Eagles did a good job going straight up, and they're already on the offensive attack the other way, Bryce. Yes, when he was trying to run it all the way in himself. Hit it off the plate. 
Simon on the inside missed a putback. You don't see that every day. He was all alone on the left side. Just put it up a little too strong. Had that second bowl of Wheaties today, Rob. Too much too much energy on that shot. Yeah, you'll take your chance with him in there anytime. You're not kidding. Three on the way for Schulte. Front iron, back glass, no net. Simon with the rebound for Jacksonville. 5.08 to play in the first half. Eagles by four. Day tried to go no-look pass. It was deflected away by Bloomfield, and they'll pick it up off the JCD turnover. Yeah, that's one Wyatt probably like to have back. Just make the simple play there. Don't try to get too fancy. Uh, Bloomfield did a good job of, of uh, deflecting that ball away and getting the turnover. Schulte from center circle will go far side wing. Top side now. Graf will fire up a three. And he hits. Balin Graf, his second three of the game. Did a nice job, and that's going to be a Jacksonville timeout. Uh, 30, Bryce. And uh, I like that offensive set right there for Bloomfield. They had Balin Graf set a back screen, then brought him off an elevator screen at the free throw line, which is a double. Kind of closes like an elevator door. He stepped up wide open with that left hand, top of the key, and drained the three. And with that, it's now a one-point ball game. Five straight points scored by the Cardinals. It's 19-18. Our game today brought to you in part by Ivy Tech, Southeastern Indiana REMC, and Negengard's Tent and Party Rental. Again, uh, earlier today, uh, two of our area teams both lost. Edinburgh uh, falling to North Davies and Lawrenceburg losing to Evansville Bossy. So the only area team left are the Jacksonville Eagles. Indeed. And Bryce, I think the problem J.B. Neal and Bloomfield has right here is that Peter Combs is not going to have the offensive success inside that they are used to against Caleb Simon. Caleb's too good a defender in there. He's stronger than Peter, and he's forcing Peter to shoot turnaround jump shots instead of getting the ball going to the basket. They're going to have to figure out something different, and it looks like Bloomfield is going to their 1-2-2 half-court zone here. Yeah, great point, Robbie. Uh, Combs, is, does he hasn't had anything comfortable inside so far. See how Jacksonville, they're going four out, one in against this zone, Bryce. And there they get it in the middle. Yes, they did. They found Simon. Give Day the assist, a beautiful feed in the paint to Simon, who cashes in for two. Yeah, that's tough defense to play against Caleb Simon. In the 1-2-2, you typically leave the middle open, and Caleb will make you pay for that all day long. Yep, Day found him, and Simon indeed took it to the rim and scored. 21-18, the Eagles lead by three. Jack also in his zone here. Looking around for some help with Schulte. Throws far side wing. Now far side corner over to Ross. Again, and as Combs has it off the window and got it, Peter Combs getting two inside, his second field goal of the quarter. And the reason he's able to do that is Jackson Dell has Caleb Simon on the top of that zone, so now he's going inside against Wyatt Day, and he can out-muscle Wyatt a little bit. Day firing up a three, missing, and Combs gets the rebound on the other end for Bloomfield. Cardinals will bring it up with 3.38 to play in the first half, trailing Jacksonville by one at 21-20. J.B. Neal's going to figure that out, and if Jacksonville stays in this zone, they can get some action for Peter Combs in there on the block. Bringing it back out topside is Quentin Ross. Throws far side wing over to Schulte. Far side corner now over to Royal. Royal to the middle. Shot up off the window and in for two. Finding Quentin Ross. That's two inside buckets consecutively there for the Cardinals. Yeah, Jacksonville's trying to front inside on Combs, and it left a guy wide open on the far side. And now on the other end, Bryce, a travel against Jacksonville. So the turnover gives it back to Bloomfield. The bucket by Ross puts the cards up by one, 22 to 21. Now Bloomfield with possession and trying to add to their lead. So they had they basically overloaded the left side of the floor, and when they fronted, when Jacksonville fronted Combs inside, there was nobody on the backside to pick up the backside guard, Justin Beard, and he just slid under the basket for the layup. Or not Beard, it was 14, wasn't it, Quentin Ross? Yes. 
across the 6-1 sophomore. Little chess match going on here, Bryce, as the Eagles go back man-to-man. Ross will feed baseline to Combs. Combs matched up against Simon. Combs will pass it back out to the corner. Bloomfield losing it off the knee, but a good save on the floor by Graff. And uh, Coach J.B. Neal is going to save a possession here as uh, Cardinals were risking giving up a turnover right there. It is a 30-second time. Let's go ahead and take a 30. We'll be back right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Oh, my. That's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. See Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also get you covered with our Lenten menu items. Our limited-time codfish wedges, yingling beer-battered shrimp, and the always delicious Pollock Fish Shogi will hit the spot. Add some deep-fried portobello mushrooms or fries to round out your meal. You can get us at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back after the 30-second Bloomfield timeout. Each team has used one TO here in the first half. 2.42 to go in the second. Bloomfield with the ball and a one-point lead at 22-21. Graf dumped down pass to Combs. Combs against a double team. Fires it back out. Top three in the way by Schulte. Front iron back glass. No net. Simon skying for the rebound. His pass up the floor deflected, but Green, or excuse me, Greensburg. Jackson Dell able to hang on to it with Greasep. Three for Simon. Top of the key. He nails the triple. Your big players need to play big in big games, and Caleb Simon doing that in the first half here, Bryce. The defensive rebound and drains the three. Three ball by Simon gives Jackson Dell the two-point lead. Is it short-lived? It is not. Missed three on the other end here by Graf. Jackson Dell getting the defensive rebound. Caleb Simon again. Simon off, stops, shoots from 14. He's fouled. He'll shoot two. He will indeed as he took the ball all the way by himself down the floor, got into the free throw lane, pump fake. The help came over Quentin Ross, and Quentin picks up the foul to send Simon to the line to shoot two. Simon made his only free throw back in the first quarter. We mentioned 17.5 points a game, but he also averages 9.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, and 2 steals. A complete player for Coach Clint Bowman. Only two free throws of the game for Jackson Dell so far by Caleb Simon. He'll line up number three to try to give the Eagles a four-point lead, and he does with two minutes to play in the half. Simon, the leading scorer in this one, 3, 5, 7, 9, 11, 12 points in the first half for Simon. 26-22. 26-22. After the two charity tosses by the 6-3 senior forward and a 1,000-point score. One of two on this Eagles team. Of course, Wyatt Day being the other. Far side pass over to Schulte. He stops at the free throw line. Tries to get it down. Does so to Combs. Pump fake. It's up. And a foul will put Combs at the line for the first time. Yeah, and Devin Greeson's going to pick up his third foul here, Bryce. Mm. And they got a switch right there off a of ball screen. So Simon was not guarding Combs. And that gave Combs a little bit of daylight to get to the rim. Although he didn't put it in, he's going to go to the free throw line for two. That's 18 fouls against the Eagles. Combs, first of two, no good. He's a 59% free throw shooter on 58 attempts, averaging 10 points and five rebounds a game. And Bloomfield only five for nine from the free throw stripe here in the first half. Second one on the way for the 6'7 junior. He shoots it left-handed. Missed it. In and out, Simon gets him another rebound. He has 35 rebounds in the first half. He's got a bunch of them. He's going coast to coast again. Right side pass to Sweeney. Simon will get the assist. Sweeney hits the three ball. Eagles four for six from three here in the first half. 29-22, the lead's at seven. 
They feed Combs down at the block. Combs will go back out top. Ross giving it up right side now to Schulte. Schulte feeds the corner. Nothing available there for Royal. He'll bring it out. Left-hand dribble to the top of the key. Jump stop. No shot. Good defense over there by Hoffman. Wing. Pass down. Back out to the wing. They go top side to Royal. Royal right side. Good ball reversal there by Bloomfield. Good patience as well. Not trying to force anything here, Rob. J.B. Neal's trying to play without Balin Graff here for the last minute. Balin has two fouls. He's trying to get him to the half with only those two fouls, but it took, takes a lot of offensive production off the floor for Bloomfield. No question. 41 seconds left in the first half. Jacksonville with a seven-point lead, the biggest of the ball game at 29-22. Bloomfield playing for one possession here. They are indeed. JB gave them that signal from the sideline, and Bloomfield's going to try to run this out. I think Jacksonville's fine with it. We're up seven. Yep. Uh, we'll let you hold it for the last shot. No problem. No problem indeed. Hurton Elko, Chosen Designs, and Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick among our sponsors for today's regional coverage. I'm Bryce Kendrick along with Rob Moorhead. We're down to 14 seconds left in the first half. Bloomfield with the ball. Seven-point lead for Jacksonville, 29-22. Jacksonville fans standing up, asking for one more defensive stop. Good piece of dribbling there by Schulte. Shoots from 13, misses. Rebound, Jacksonville. One second left, and that shot will not count. We come to the end of the first half where Jacksonville leads Bloomfield 29-22. to We'll be back after this two-minute timeout on Country 103.9 WRBI. You only have one smile. Make yours the best it can be with Batesville Dental. For over 40 years, Batesville Dentals provided the latest technology in their state-of-the-art facility. They strive to make your visit a pleasure. Doctors Broughton, Liedermeyer, and Roberts and their staff offer preventative care, Invisalign, implants, extractions, and cleanings to keep your mouth healthy and your smile beautiful. Batesville Dental, 391 Northside Drive, Batesville. You only have one smile. Make yours the best it can be. Batesville Dental. Lawfree Valley Ag, serving southeastern Indiana from locations in Osgood, Versailles, and Dillsboro, has an oil sale going on now through the end of March. They're already your go-to for top-tier country mark fuel. Make them your go-to for oil, LP propane, and farm petroleum. Checked out their retail store lately? Need something for the farm, garden, or do-it-yourself project? They've got it at the Osgood store. Lawfree Valley Ag. You already go there for country mark fuel. Stop in for everything else you need, too. Get Dry Waterproofing is your local basement waterproofing company. Turn that damp, ugly space into usable living space or storage. And it all starts with one simple call to Get Dry Waterproofing. Specializing in foundation waterproofing and foundation repair, Get Dry does concrete work, retaining walls, and water and sewer lines. So if you have a space that needs to get dry, there's one clear choice. Call Get Dry Waterproofing in Versailles and get a free estimate. Call 756-6080. That's 756-6080. You know what's frustrating? I just picked up my truck from the collision center after snapping a power pole in half. And then, what is this, Mother Nature's hunting season or something? She shot ice pellets at my Ford and dinged it all up. Now, if your vehicle was damaged by the hailstorm, too, AJ's Auto Body and Towing stands ready to remove all evidence of Mother Nature's hunt so you can forget it ever happened. When it's crunch time, it's time to call AJ's Auto Body and Towing in Napoleon. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. 
All right, thank you very much, Jeff Smurdell, back here at intermission. Jack Sedell leading Bloomfield by a count of 29-22. to 22. I'll give you the running score in just a bit when I do the individual stats, but Rob already, because he is so gosh darn efficient, he has the team stats finished, and here they are. I thought you were going with handsome, but we'll go with No, we're, no we're not we're going not there, going, Rob. Okay. We are not going right. there at all. Let's take a look at the team numbers here. Jackson Dell put up some impressive stats here in half number one, Bryce. First of all, two-point shooting, seven for 12 for 58%. You think that's good? How about shooting four for six from three mm. for 67% in the half? And again, Gosh, this doggies. is against a team with the 10th-ranked defense in the Class 1A, averaging, giving up only 40 points a game. Jackson Dell's already put up 29 in the first half. Overall, 11 for 18, 61% shooting. Let's take a look at Bloomfield shooting, Bryce, and this is where the story is. They're only 4 for 16 from 2 for 25%, just 3 for 7 for 3. Now, that's not bad, 43%, but overall, 7 for 23, 30%. So the Eagles have made 11 out of 18 total attempts where Bloomfield has only made seven out of 23 total attempts. Free throw-wise, Eagles are perfect, three for three. Bloomfield has been to the line ten times, only making five, 50%. The other stat that stands out, you've heard me say before, the old Pat Summit quote, offense sells tickets, defense wins games, rebounding wins championships. The Eagles way out-rebounding Bloomfield in half number one, 15 to nine. Jacksonville only one offensive rebound, but 14 defensive rebounds. 15 for Jacksonville for Bloomfield, five defensive, four offensive for nine. Turnovers, Jacksonville unfortunately leads that one. They've turned it over six times to only three for Bloomfield. Eagles have committed eight fouls. Bloomfield only five, right? So, Rob, Jacksonville is hitting in the first half. Bloomfield is not, but I think that is due in large part to Jacksonville making Bloomfield feel very uncomfortable on the offensive end. They're taking them out of what they want to do. They want to play in the inside through Peter Combs, and Jacksonville's defense is not allowing that to happen. If you can keep Caleb Simon matched up on Peter Combs, you're going to neutralize Combs. The key is, can Balen Graff get untracked in the second half? He is the leading scorer. Averaging 19 a game for this Bloomfield ball club. Yeah, and Bloomfield is capable of knocking down the three. They've got a couple of shooters that, uh, well, actually four that are above 33%. So they are capable of playing the long ball if that inside game doesn't go. But so far, they are not hitting the outside shot either up. They are not. And, uh, again, I give credit to the Jacksonville defense uh, so far. If you're Bloomfield, you got to figure out a way to play inside out here in the second half. You're going to have to loosen things up, making some threes, make the Eagles have to come out and chase a little bit. Thank you, Rob. You almost sound like you knew what you're doing. We're going to take a two-minute break, and we'll be back to talk about some individual scoring and also give you the running score track when we come back. You're listening to 1A Regional 15 for Martinsville on Country 103.9 WRBI. Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. 
Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Neggengard Tent and Party Rental in Osgood's your one-stop party shop. From backyard celebrations to birthdays and weddings, they have you covered with a huge selection of party supplies. Neggengard's goes beyond the basics to design, engineer, and produce amazing events. The event specialists at Neggengard Tent and Party Rental can help you choose tents, decor, lighting, and other accessories to bring your event vision to life. You can even select items for your party and build an estimate online. Just visit OsgoodPartyExpress.com. Your local Lennox dealer, Hurt and Elko, is turning 50 this year. That's a long time spent respectfully satisfying the electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling needs of our customers through unparalleled service and competitive prices. Hi, this is Scott Lampy. Come check out our newly redesigned showroom. We have a nice supply of fixtures for you to see and touch, plus a large inventory of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling supplies and parts. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, and so much more. At Chosen Designs, their personalized service and attention to detail make them the chosen ones when it comes to customizing products. Whether it's embroidery, screen printing, signs, banners, or promotional products, Chosen Designs can put your logo, brand, or idea on thousands of items. They're growing and have moved into a new building at 1182 South Ripley Estates Drive in Versailles. Stop by the shop, call them at 812-689-3370, or check out their website at chosenwithazdesigns.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. With Mr. Smoothie, I'm Bryce Kendrick. Welcome back here to Martinsville. Bryce Kendrick and Rob Moorhead. We have about two minutes left before we get this third quarter underway. Let's take a look at the running score in the first half. Um, Jackson Dell held a 7-3 lead early. Then it was a 7-0 run by Bloomfield to take a 10-7 advantage. But then the Eagles immediately counter with an 8-0 run to go up 15-10. The difference at the end of one was a four-point margin, 15-11 in favor of the Eagles. Uh, A 9-2 run in the middle part of quarter number two. Got the lead back for the Cardinals at 22-21, but the Eagles get the final eight points of the first half to take a 29-22 lead into intermission. Here's how they got their 29 points. 12 came from Caleb Simon. You had four points from both Wyatt Day and Matt Dickman, and then a trio of threes from Ryan Wilson, Justin Sweeney, and Devin Greeship. And, yes, those threes were all three-point baskets. Rob was talking about the three-point shooting of Jacksonville in that first half. For Bloomfield, nine points for Balen Graff, four points from Peter Combs, both field goals coming in that second quarter. You have three points from Justin Beard, three from Ryan Schulte, two from Quentin Ross, and one from Christopher Royal. Foul situation is Devin Greasup with three for Jackson Dell. You have Matt Dickman with two. And then on the Bloomfield side, two fouls for Balen Graff. So, Rob, we played 16 minutes of basketball. What's your assessment so far? My assessment so far is Jackson Dell has an excellent chance to win this ball game. I like their talent. I like Caleb Simon better than anybody else on the floor. I think the Eagles' defense has to continue to make it hard 
for Bloomfield to be able to get good looks at the basket. The reason Bloomfield wasn't making shots inside is for the most part they were contested shots. Now the, the key for Bloomfield, if they can get somebody to light this thing up from outside, they can make it tough on the Eagles. But I got to tell you, give me down the stretch. Give me Wyatt Day and Caleb Simon, and I'll take my chances. All right, team's breaking the huddle here as we get ready to start quarter number three. Our game today brought to you in part by Versailles Farm and Garden, Kummer and Ertle, Attorneys at Law, and Wesley's Excavating Services. We got a great group of sponsors with us for our regional coverage today in Martinsville. Thanks to each and every one of them for helping us sponsor the coverage. And uh, please uh, say hello to those businesses. Tell them you heard them on WRBI and thank them for bringing you the coverage today because we can't do stuff like this without their help. And we cannot do our job without the great services of Jeff Smurdell back oh at the God. studio, and we've got a quick foul right off the bat here. Exactly what J.B. Neal didn't want to see on the very first play, 45 feet from the basket, exactly. that Balen Graff fouls Caleb Simon. Just not, not a smart foul at all by Balen Graff, giving him three, Bryce. Yes, so he's going to be very handcuffed here for the second half. You know he's going to leave him out on the floor right now because they're down seven. And they need to stay in this game. they got to have their leading scorer out there on the floor. And then Matt Dickman makes him pay. That's his first three-point basket of the game. He has seven. They left Matt Dickman wide open from three-point line. And, and Dickman only a 19% three-point shooter, but he got that one, Bryce. And Simon doing a good job defending. Combs inside, but the offensive rebound bounced out to Graff and was able to elevate and get the two. It could be three, Rob. It could be three, and uh, it was a good job that time by... Bloomfield staying with the missed shot there, and Balen Graff stayed with it and able to get the putback. So uh, Balen looking to go to the line and get a three-point play here. Did they mark that one on uh, Dickman for his third? Is that right? That goes against Dickman, his third, and the free throw is no good, Bryce. Yeah, Graff comes up empty on that, so left one at the line right there. It's an eight-point game at 32-24. to Eagles with the ball, missed inside. Here comes Bloomfield on the attack is Royal. Royal goes out top. Three ball on the way by Graff. Graff left it short. Rebound underneath. Goes to Jackson Dell. That's Sweeney with it. Gets it out to Greasup. Greasup from 14. Lost. Shoots. Rims in and out. Gets his own rebound. Off the glass and in. A nice follow-up by number 24. It was indeed a good job that time by Greasup. Staying with the miss. You always talk about following your shot. He just did just that. Back to a 10-point game. Bad pass. Ball was tipped away. Eagles come up with it. It was intended for Graff. He tried to bring that ball back in, but uh, the Eagles able to pick up the loose ball, and Simon will walk it across with 6.40 to go in the third quarter. Playing off the high screen. Stops. Handoff. Goes to Day. Baseline. Trying to get around the defender. Throws it back out in traffic. Loose ball. Bloomfield comes up with it. Give it to Beard. Beard, far side, right wing, bounce pass, made the extra pass, and it is a basket. I thought I heard a whistle I before I heard the a shot. whistle too, Bryce. I'm still not sure what happened there. Well, it's a two-point basket for Peter Combs, make it 34-26. to 26. Yeah, I thought they were going to blow that play dead. Yeah, kind of a transition basket there for Peter. Not saying that they should have, but I really thought I heard a whistle there. And a foul up top, Rob Moorhead. Day That's handling gonna, the basketball. It's going to go against number 22, Ryan Schulte. That'll be his second foul, only this, and also the uh, the second on the team. 6.08 left to play in the third quarter, 34-26. It got really quiet in here all of a sudden. Are yes, we, it did. Are we watching the Players' Championship, the unofficial fifth major in golf? Makes you wonder as uh, Bloomfield crowd trying to fire up their defense here. 
Simon's going to put the ball in play on the far side of the floor from our vantage point. Again, we're broadcasting from one of the corners here at the Martinsville Gymnasium. The John Wooden Gymnasium. You might have heard of the guy. Three right side of the key. Missed by Simon. Ball off the plate. Finding for the rebound. and Yeah, that's going to be a foul against Jackson Bell, Bryce. Uh, Devin Grease, if you give him credit for the hustle, but he just committed his fourth foul. That wasn't a smart foul. Ball was already on the ground, and he kind of tackled yep. uh, the guy by the arms there, and they're going to get you on a foul on that one every time. He was not trying to reach underneath to get the ball. He tried to go around the player right there, and the uh, the excessive bear hug right there was no good. Yes, sir. Yes, 34-26. Ball in play with Bloomfield. Top of the key. Left side on the dribble is Schulte. Takes it to the wing. Gives it back out top to Combs. Combs fires to the corner. Three on the way. No. Royal passed it up again. Does he not shoot threes? This guy does. That one missed, though, by Schulte. Rebound by Combs. About eight feet away from the basket. Reversing. Yeah, that was. Combs going left to right. That was a tough two. It was indeed. Good job by Combs to get the two-point lane on the reverse. 34-28. Day trying to get around a defender. Up and under. Not available. Did not force the ball right there. Passes out to Sweeney. 5.22 to play in the third quarter. Jacksonville 34, Bloomfield 28. Simon. Schulte's doing a really nice job on day. Simon might have got away with steps there, Bryce. He did get away with steps right there. I saw the same thing, Rob. Wilson feeds to Day. Day looking for his third bucket of the game, and he got it. Nice feed by Wilson. Just hard work that time by Wyatt Day. Finally got Schulte on his back, able to get himself available. Caught it, and again, a nice pump fake by Day to keep the defense uh, off the off their balance and uh, go up for the score. 4.52 left in the third. Eight-point lead for Jacksonville at 36-28. Beard bouncing the ball between the circles. Looks right side of the floor. Passes right side over to Schulte. Schulte out towards the free-throw line. Left side on the pass to Graf. Graf penetrating, battling against Dickman with four fouls. Shot up, missed. Second one missed. A Nope, no third offensive rebound. Sweeney able to wrestle it away inside. Day, oh, what a great move. Left the finger roll short there. Trying for a scoop layup. Wasn't available. Schulte, quick pass up the floor. Graf trying to put it in, and he does. Good job by Graf. Kind of going off balance there against the green. Going to his right. Shooting it back with the left hand, Bryce. 13 points now for Graf. Six-point game, 36-30. Eagles on top by a half dozen. Simon with the spin. The kick to Wilson for three. Missed it. Dickman tips it back to Wilson. Wilson, well, he tried to throw it to Dickman. That pass was intercepted by Beard. Beard caught a double team. Needs some help. And there's a timeout. Did they get the timeout or a foul? Coach J.B. Neal was trying to call a timeout, but I think he got bailed out, Rob. I think he did. There's the foul against Jackson Dillon. I believe that goes on 34, Matt Dickman, and that'll be four against Dickman. So you got four on Dickman, four on Greasup. Eagles in some serious foul trouble here. Holding on to a six-point lead at 36-30 with 3.52 to go in the third quarter. A lot of time left in this one. Schulte off the right wing. Will bounce it out. Gets it into the hands of Graf. Lost the dribble, but got it back. Schulte once again feeds the post. Back to Schulte. Kick on the cut. Balk on the inside by Simon. Simon will get whistled for the foul, which will put Graf in the line to shoot two. Yeah, and it's a good job by Bloomfield to move the basketball. They played inside out and then attacked the basket. When they went in and the double team happened on Combs, they cut guys to the basket, and that's how uh, number 30, Balen Graf, got so wide open there, Bryce. Graf only one of three from the line so far in this game. Bryce ended up calling that foul against Nathan Hoffman instead of against Caleb Simon. Thank you. So only Hoffman's first, and that leaves Simon with only one foul. First free throw was good that time. 
Sec- graph. Second was not, but they get the rebound. Jacksonelle actually had their hands on it, but it was tipped into the hands of Combs. Wrap nice around pass. pass. There's the flush. Wow. Christopher Royal, good feed to the big guy. 6'7", Peter Combs sends it home. It's a three-point game at 36-33. Timeout, Jackson Dell. We're back in 60 seconds on Country 103.9 WRBI. Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. We are here to help you with all your new or pre-owned purchases as well as all your service and parts needs. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. That's right, it's free with Fleetwood. Stop in from sales to service to parts to see what's new and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. It's time to get things ready for spring, and you can with help from Versailles Farm and Garden. Pick up seed starting supplies, bulk garden seed, and soil. Onion sets are now available, and seed potatoes are coming soon. They're getting ready for a great year and stocked up on lots of new products. Be sure to stop by and check out the selection of flower pots, garden decor, pools and pool supplies, landscaping, and so much more. Friendly faces and exceptional customer service at Versailles Farm and Garden, where US 50 meets Highway 421. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Back after that 60-second timeout taken by Jacksonville, and Rob Bohr had a much-needed one as Bloomfield's on a 9-2 run. They are, and, and Bryce, they've got five offensive rebounds here in the second half, and that's huge. They're really crashing the offensive glass, and the foul trouble for Jacksonville is going to hurt them. With Greasep and Dickman both having four, you've got two 6-5 guys sitting on the bench right now. Sweeney with it, hands it off to Day near center circle, crosses over on the dribble, top of the key, drives left lane, double pumps, goes up against the 6-7 center, and he connects. Day says, I'll take it to the big fella. Good job by Wyatt Day. When the Eagles needed a basket, he went there and got him one, almost a steal for the Eagles. Oh, Hoffman had some good hands in there, got the deflection, but did not come up with a pumpkin. Three on the way for Schulte, he misses. Long rebound, top of the key, controlled by Sweeney. Sweeney had it stripped away. The rip away by Royal. Gets it up the floor to Graf, and there's a foul. Indeed, and that's going to go against Jacksondale's Nathan Hoffman. He's going to pick up the foul. That's a common foul. Bryce should be on the floor. No, they're going to wave it off. No foul. They just called a travel. Travel violation, no foul, Rob. Wow, J.B. Neal not happy at all about that. I wish we had instant replay to take a look at that. But uh, Wyatt Day kind of laughing about that one as he talks with Ryan Schulte, and I think Wyatt knows the Eagles may have gotten a break on that one. Yeah, Coach J.B. Neal not up, not happy about that at all as that call was overturned. Initially a foul against Hoffman. The other official says no, it was a walk, and the walk was the call. Sweeney from the corner will not take the shot. Throws it out. Wing gets it right back. Sweeney looking. Hoffman will come over, cut down near the lower right block. Simon behind the back on the dribble. Stops just above the free throw lane. Goes to Day. Or excuse me, to uh, Wilson. Wilson, does he get the assist? Yes, he does. Nathan Hoffman coming up with a much-needed three. Huge for Nathan Hoffman. Only five for 20 on the year from three. Makes a big one in the regional. Put the Eagles back up seven. So five in a row now for Jackson Dell after hemorrhaging on a 9-2 run by Bloomfield. Right side over to Schulte. Schulte left side of the key to Graf. Graf right-hand dribble, trying to spin his way in. Nothing available. 
Eagles have put Simon on Graf. That's a big switch. There's a nice take to the basket, Bryce. Yes, it was. Schulte attacking hard down the right side, drawing contact on the shot. Schulte will shoot two. I think it's going to go against Wyatt Day, but it is not. It's going to go against number 12, Nathan Hoffman. That'll be his second. Are we sure it's Hoffman's second, or was there a travel on that call as well? Yeah, I didn't see it. <laughs> Didn't see a change in the call coming on that one, but Bryce Bloomfield, one for three now, two for four. And keep an eye here. Ah, Dag on it, Rob. You marked it on the wrong line. <laughs> two for four. I've done that more than once today. Stuff being you, man. But this is Ryan Schulte who steps over that line after he shoots it. But they he, he held back this time. So Schulte now with five points, and it's a five-point game at 40-35. To make my stat sheet work, I need Bloomfield to hit their next three. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you use that thing called a pencil with an eraser instead of pen, well, you know, just saying. I hear you. Oh, nice move. Oh, yes, it was. How about Day with a floater in the lane, the turn, the shoot, the score? A little hook shot across the middle for Wyatt. 42-30. Is that right? Yes. Eagles up by seven. Okay. And there's a three from the right side, knocked down by Royal. I apologize. I said I needed to make that, and they did, Bryce. But Royal finally said, if you're going to leave me that open, i got to shoot it. Bryce, he's a 35% three-point shooter, which isn't bad. Well, Hoffman's bucket then earlier must have been a two instead of a three. He yep. did shoot from the corner, and I could not see the line. I was just assuming it was a three. It was a two. So there's the correction on the score. Hoffman's two points. It's a four-point game at 42-38. Jacksonville with the basketball, trying to carry a four-point lead or better into the fourth quarter. Nice High screen. Yes, it was. Hoffman laying a hard screen right there. Day again! Baseline finger roll right to left for two. Great screen by Hoffman, and then Wyatt Day doing what he does. A little running floater right there. Laid it in over the rim from the side. Eight points in the quarter for the 6-2 senior 1,000-point scorer. 15 seconds left in the third, 44-38. Bloomfield playing for one. Jackson Dell doing a good job with two starters out with fouls here, maintaining their lead. High low pass, baseline reversing the lay-in. Offensive foul. Nope, stepped on the baseline, Bryce. So Peter Combs running out of real estate. We saw him do that earlier, cutting across the baseline, trying to reverse the shot but stepped out of bounds before he got that shot off. It's a pretty good idea for the left-hander to do that from that left side because he reverses, he's going back with his strong hand, and he's not going to score straight up on Simon, but you got to stay in bounds. Three seconds left. Simon with it. He shoots from three-quarter court. That's going to come up well short, and that's the end of period three. At the end of 24 minutes of basketball, Jacksonville 44, Bloomfield 38, We'll be back for the final eight minutes and 60 seconds on Country 103.9 WRBI. Kummer and Ertel, Attorneys at Law, congratulates the Jackson Dell boys basketball team on a fantastic season. Proudly serving Ripley County from their office in Osgood, Kummer and Ertel can help you with your personal injury or wrongful death claim. Do recent events have you reviewing your estate planning and will? Set up an appointment with Neil Kummer and John Ertel. To make the process smooth and legal. When you need an attorney, see Kummer and Ertel, Attorneys at Law in Osgood. 
Wesley's Excavating Services specializes in installing new field drain tile and waterways, improving field drainage for Ripley County and surrounding areas. Wes uses the latest water management technology to design a custom tile plan that will increase your yield and bottom line. Wesley's Excavating Services salutes the Jacksonville Eagles on an amazing season. Contact Wes today, 756-2577 for Wesley's Excavating Services. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. You're listening to a Class 1A Regional 15 semifinal on 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. I'm Bryce Kendrick along with Rob Moorhead. It's a six-point Jacksonville lead heading to the fourth, Rob. Bloomfield outscored them by one in that quarter, Bryce, 16-15. Bloomfield will get the first possession here, and the Eagles are going to come back out 3-2 zone, and they've got their two starters with four fouls. Greasip and Dickman back on the floor. Bloomfield shooting at the far end of the floor as we look things at look at things here at the John Wooden Gymnasium. Bloomfield faking the three from the quarter. That was raw. Goes back to Combs inside. Combs is fouled, and he will shoot two. And Dickman just fouled out of the ball game on the first possession of the quarter. Number 34, Matt Dickman picks up his fifth foul, and he will check out of this contest. Fouls out with 7.43 to go in the, in the game. That's the team's sixth, Bryce. So from this point on, it will also be a bonus situation for Bloomfield, which could play huge down the stretch. But again, when Jacksonville goes to that 3-2 zone and they're putting Simon out on the wing, it's putting different guys down on the blocks, and that is an advantage for Peter Combs. Combs, the lefty, shooting two. First one is good. He missed two free throws back in the second quarter, so he's one of three on the day for the season, again, hitting 59%. If I'm J.B. Neal, I would prefer to see Jacksonville in that zone uh, so I can let my big guy, Peter Combs, go to work inside. Combs now 50-50, making both of those free throws right there. It's a four-point game at 44-40. Sweeney with the ball on the right wing. Looking for a cutter and day. Oh, he was open. Couldn't get it to him. Simon spinning up and under, forcing his way in from 13. Got the basket. That's a man play right there, Rob Moorhead. And more importantly, Bryce, he drew the fourth foul on Balen Graff, the leading scorer for Bloomfield, and that is a bad matchup for Bloomfield. Balen Graff cannot guard Caleb Simon. Simon, just a great play up and under from 13 feet out and draws the foul and completes the three-point play. He gets the hoop. He gets the harm. It's a six-point Jacksonville lead at 47, excuse me, seven-point lead at 47-40. Eagles stay in the 3-2 zone. Top of the key, no shot taken there by Schulte. Took a long, hard look at it, but it was about three feet back from the line. Yeah, really flat zone, too. They're keeping Grease up uh, at the high post, not bringing him out to the top of the key. Schulte on the drive, the kick. Day got his hands on it, knocks it out of bounds. It will stay with Bloomfield. Our game today brought to you in part by Ertel Sellers, Walters Tire, and Encore Insurance. Again, thanks to all of our great sponsors with us for our regional coverage today at Martinsville. Law pass goes into Peter Combs. Combs bounce pass, tried to feed the post somehow. Graf came up with the ball, and then it was taken away. Tie-up is called. Boy, yeah. that, did, that did not start well for Bloomfield. It Rob. wasn't a good look in there. There was never an opening. He tried to force it inside yeah. to Bale and Graf, and Jacksonville did a good job getting there, tying it up, forcing a turnover, Bryce. 
So the Eagles will get it. A little 2-2-1 pressure here now by Bloomfield, slowing Jackson Dell down as they try to work it up the floor. Day will take it across at the 647 mark. Simon with it, trying to spin his way in. Splits it. You can't stop that. Nope. You can't stop it. Best player on the floor. 49-40. 6.35 to go. Bloomfield in need of a bucket. The high pass actually hit off the backboard, but it's collected by Combs, and he is fouled. Combs, again, will shoot two. Yeah, they tried to go high-low there. It wasn't a great pass. It, they got lucky that it hit the backboard. He's going to be fouled by Justin Swinney, and he's going to go to the free-throw line to shoot two. 50% now is Peter Combs, a 6'7 junior. That's the second foul, Bryce, on Justin Swinney. Lefty takes a look at it, and the first one is no good. Difference remains 9, 49-40. Game today a service of Osgood Utilities, Good Apple Roofing and DJ Roofing Supply, and Napoleon State Bank. Second one is good. 50% again is Peter Combs. 49-41, eight-point lead for the Eagles. They have the ball. Sweeney takes it across, stops at the wing. Day picks it up near half court. Day, far side wing, will back it away, being guarded over there by Schulte. It slips and falls, loose ball, still loose. Bloomfield with it, and the dunk on the other end, Balen Graff with a two. Good job by Bloomfield to stay with that. Balen Graff slams it home, and J.B. Neal wants a full timeout. We'll take a 60-second break with 6.06 to play. Jacksonville by 6, 49-43. This is Country 103.9 WRBI. Everyone in southeastern Indiana knows dining at Ertl Cellars is the perfect way to make an evening extra special. But did you know you can also enjoy live music at Ertl Cellars? This Friday night, listen to a fun, eclectic mix of songs from Dino while you dine. You can check out Ertl Cellars' full live music schedule online anytime at ertlcellarswinery.com. They've got at least one musical event each month the rest of the year. Ertl Cellars on 1100 South, just south of Batesville. For fine dining and fun. Farmers, when you're in the field this spring, keep Walter's Tire in mind for service calls. And this month, see Walter's Tire for special pricing on farm utility and trailer tires. They've also got special pricing on semi-truck and trailer tires and a $175 semi-alignment with the purchase of steers. And don't forget your grocery getter. Get up to $200 in mail-in rebates on select Goodyear tires with a Goodyear credit card. At Walter's Tire, on Main, just west of the Greensburg Square. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Thank you, Jeff Smurdell, working hard back at there at the WRBI studio in Batesville. I'm Bryce Kendrick along with Rob Moorhead. 6.06 to play in the game, 49-43 Eagles. Jackson Dell's going to face a full-court man-to-man. They're going to try to trap out of this, Bryce Bloomfield will. Jackson Dell gets it in today. And Sweeney takes it across. Eagles solve the defensive puzzle. In the front court now with under six to go and a six-point lead. Simon, top of the key. Will fade from 15 feet out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's just a tremendous shot by Caleb Simon. Again, big players make big plays in big games, and he's doing it. Simon, a fadeaway, two from 15 out. Missed from the corner there by Justin Beard. Simon has Look it. Out. Here he's going coast to coast. He was going up for it, lost it on the way up, but that was due to a foul by Ryan Schulte, I believe, Rob. It was indeed, and a nice job as that long rebound came out to Caleb Simon off of the missed three, and Caleb 
Looked like he was going to try to slam that one home, but instead the foul will go against Schulte, and that indeed is his third. And only, only the fourth. Yes, you, and you want to talk about that for just a minute, something we were talking about during the break? Well, yeah, I mean, one of the Bloomfield possibilities here is that they're going to try, as the first free throw is good by Simon, they could try to make this a free throw shooting contest, but they've only got four fouls, so Jackson Dell's not near the bonus yet. Simon for a second. That one no good, missed it, and Bloomfield gets the rebound. Credit that one to Combs. 52-43, the lead at nine with 5.28 to go. Bloomfield has got to start making some threes. They're going to get back in this one. Kick to the corner, back out to the wing. Top side now, they go to Schulte for three, and he hits Ryan Schulte going long distance. Yeah, they went inside out and then made the extra pass, Bryce, and that's how you got to get looks. That is the first three, or the first field goal of the game for Schulte. And now Christopher Royal is going to pick up the foul in the full court. That's only the 15 foul. And, I, again, that is uh, that is strategy here by J.B. Neal. He fouled Wyatt Day as soon as he caught it in bounds, and they may do it again here to try to get these, these free throws up. Now Bloomfield goes to a 1-2-2 half-court trap, Bryce. 52-46. Day gets it down inside and contact against Bloomfield as Day was able to work that ball down to Greasep. That's going to go against Ryan Schulte. It'll be his third. And, again, that's a good foul because he don't foul right there. Greasep's going to catch and lay that in. Jacksonville inbounding under their own basket now. Sweeney looking to put it in play. Looking, looking, looking. Still looking. Count is on. Got it into Wilson. Wilson trapped on a double team. Out to day, top of the key. That was a travel. Got away with it. Absolutely he did. Yeah. J.B. Neal's beside himself, and I don't blame him. The Bloomfield fans all called it, but the officials did not. Day off the hand up, going to Grease up on the far side of the floor. Goes to Sweeney. 445 left to play. Jackson Dell really spreading the floor here, Bryce. Sweeney on the attack. He'll take it in. Sweeney for two. Nice play by Justin Sweeney. Been quiet scoring, Robert. That was a big bucket right there. That's seven straight two-point field goals for Jackson Dell without a miss. 54-46, 4.26 to go. Actually, it's eight, Bryce. Wow. In the corner is Beard. Lost it but saved it. Got it to Schulte. Well above top of the key. Deep three on the way by Beard. Missed it. Offensive rebound, the putback, nice stick back by Graf. Graf is trying to keep Bloomfield in this ballgame. He is indeed, and again, good job on the offensive glass in the second half by Bloomfield. Only trailing by six, four minutes to play. Graf with 18 points. Catch on the high post by Simon. From the left elbow, he hits again. He is unconscious, Caleb Simon. Yeah, if Caleb Simon is going to play like this, Jackson Dell is going to be a tough out for anybody. Dribble drive, floater in the lane, off the window, no good. Offensive rebound, the putback is there. Good job by Combs on the follow-up. It was indeed, and Bloomfield's best offense right now is to take a shot and go get the offensive rebound. <laughs> You're not kidding. And a timeout on the floor will be taken, I believe, by Jackson Dell. We'll step aside for a break. Let's see if it's, it's a 60. We'll do the same. 3.34 to go. Eagles 56, Cardinals 50. This is Country 103.9 WRBI. Encore Insurance, the samples agency, is located in Osgood with a new office in Versailles coming soon. It's a small-town agency with world-class service. Encore does the hard work so you don't have to, whether it be auto, home, business, or life. Encore can get you the insurance you need at a price you can afford. To request a quote, please see their website at EncoreINSGroup.com. Encore Insurance congratulates the Jacksonville Eagles on their Ripley County ORBC and Postseason Championship. Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. 
Call 811 before you dig. Whether it's gas, water, or sewer work being done on your property, insist on it. Osgood Utilities also salutes the Jackson Dell boys basketball team on an amazing season and playoff run. They know that participation in organized sports teaches lessons in hard work and teamwork that will stay with these young men for life. Osgood Utilities, reminding you to be safe and dial 811 before you dig. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. That was the third timeout taken by Jacksonville. They have a 30, they have a full. Bloomfield has a 30 and two fulls left. We have 3.34 on the clock. Jacksonville up six, 56-50 with the ball. Right, so you look around, two small school communities that have turned out for their teams today, and they are really getting behind them here to try to get them home. Day with the basketball, a little spread of the floor here, Rob. Jacksonville goes 2-1-2 against this kind of trapping defense here. Eagles going to take some time off and spread the floor. Yep, Sweeney and Day playing a little patty cake out top. Passes, though, a bit soft. Making me a a little nervous there, Rob Moorhead. (laughs) Bloomfield is coming out, and you could just see one of them, one of the Cardinals jumping in to try to get that takeaway. Yeah, I'm not sure how much more time I'd let him take off if I'm Bloomfield. May have to foul here. Sweeney going down. Oh, they found Grease up inside. Off the window and in. What a great assist by Sweeney. And Grease up inside for two. And the ball fake by Sweeney really helped Grease up get open. And Grease up lays it in. There's a three. Left off the iron. No good. Ball tipped out of bounds. It goes to Jackson Dell. The three ball missed by Quentin Ross. Eagles up eight with 2.41 to go. Our game brought to you in part by Neal's Funeral Home, H&R Block, and Halcom Home Center. Thanks to all of our sponsors on Country 103.9 WRBI. Bloomfield only two for seven from three here in the second half. Clock is in the Eagles' favor here, Bryce, as we approach two and a half. Day to Simon. He attacks off the window. Oh, my goodness. Caleb Simon is in the Eagles' favor as well. That's ten straight field goals for the Eagles from two-point range without a miss. Simon, 12 points in the first half, Rob. 12 more here in the fourth quarter. Right side three, lips in and out. Boy, that was a tough break there for Graf. Eagles got the rebound, but they get called for the walk. So they'll get the ball, they'll get the board, but also get called for a turnover. Give it to Bloomfield here with 2.14 to go. But Jacksonville's lead at 10. Yeah, Bloomfield in desperation mode here, Bryce. They've got to get some of those deep shots to fall. And they got to hope their defense can do something. Again, they only give up 40 points a game. And Jacksonville has scored 60 on them. Inbounds play, successful. Ooh, tipped up top, though, on a second pass. Ball fake three by Beard. He'll take it down to the block, up and under, missed it inside, and it's Day, or excuse me, that was uh, Greasep with the rebound inside for the Eagles. Greasep with a nice board. Day dribbling across the timeline, under two to play. Feeding, while trying to get it to Greasep, that ball was intercepted. Bailing Graf stepping in the passing lane. Coach... Clint Bowman not happy about that right there as certainly ball security job number one for Jackson Dell, Rob. Yeah, and Caleb Simon just picked up the foul going the other way, but Wyatt tried to get a little fancy with that again, tried to go no-look, and you don't need a no-look pass in that situation. Caleb Simon picked up his second, and that's going to send Balen Graf to the free throw line, Bryce. One-and-one opportunity here for Graf, and he will not get the second. Left that one well short, but he gets his own offensive rebound. Bulk just kind of rolled back out to him. Off the right side over was Beard. 
Trying to dribble his way out of trouble is Combs. Back to Beard they go. Right side over to Graf. Graf kicks to the corner. Three on the way for Royal. Left it short. Rebound. Simon had it. Defensive foul against Bloomfield. Go to the other end for a one-on-one for Jacksonville. Yeah, Caleb Simon is going to go to the free throw line after that foul. Goes against Christopher Royal. And uh, I got to give credit. I kind of kind of talked it down a little bit ago. But right now, Jacksonville's 3-2 zone is making it difficult for Bloomfield to give, get good looks from the perimeter, Bryce. Simon, 24 points. And it will not be 25. He missed the front end of the one and one But the Eagles are up 10. They are still up 10 off the missed three, and they get the defensive rebound off the missed three by Schulte. And a foul again against the Cardinals. We'll walk it back down to the near side of the floor for another one-and-one for J.C.D. Yeah, and the Eagles are starting to feel it. The crowd is on their feet as that foul goes against Ryan Schulte, and he is just fouled out of the contest. He will foul out with eight eight points, Rob. Yeah, Schulte, the six-foot senior, averages eight. And he will foul out, getting his average today. Good effort by Schulte, but uh, not enough in this one. Schulte was held to just free throws through three quarters. Hit his first field goal, a triple in the fourth. But he does exit the game with eight points with 121 left. Sweeney from the free throw line on the front end of a one-and-one, and that one is no good. Three straight misses on front ends of one-and-ones between the two teams. There was a missed shot inside that time by Royal. The last two front ends have been missed by Jackson Dell. Keep the basketball with Bloomfield. The ball went out of bounds off of Caleb Simon. A buck 12 to go. And that ball deflected on the impounds play by Day. Oh, but Bloomfield came up with it. Big break for the Cardinals, and Royal able to put it in for two. Yeah, and J.B. Neal immediately calls a timeout. That's just one where the ball bounced Bloomfield's way there. Uh, Wyatt Tay did a great job on the deflection, but none of the Eagles could come up with it. And once again, it rolled right back to Christopher Royal. He laid it in, but eight-point deficit for Bloomfield with 106 to play. The way Jackson Dell's playing on offense, Bryce, it's going to be awfully difficult unless the Eagles don't start making some free throws. We're back in 30 seconds on Country 103.9 WRBI. DJ Roofing Supply, just east of Morris on State Road 46, is your local source for roofing materials, tools, and supplies. Whether you're a do-it-yourself or re-roofing that old shed out back or a professional contractor with a big job to tackle, DJ Roofing Supply has what you need. They offer both ground drops and rooftop delivery of the materials you need to finish your project in record time. So long as Mother Nature cooperates. That's DJ Roofing Supply. East of Morris on State Road 46. Southeastern Indiana's source for roofing materials, tools, and supply. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. With Rob Moorhead, I'm Bryce Kendrick. Jeff Smerdell back at the studio. 66 seconds left in this regional semifinal. 1A number 15 at Martinsville. The boys from Osgood, Indiana. 60-52 to 52 over Bloomfield. Inbounds play to Day. Day brings it up. Hands on Day. No foul really committed there. Just kind of a saw. Oh, they forced the turnover. The takeaway there by Scomp. Scomp with a feed, and Scomp will get the assist as Graf puts it in for two. 
Yeah, Wyatt was trying to get fouled, and he's a great free-throw shooter, so you would want that if you're Jacksonville, but probably should have passed it off. 60-54, the catch was made at three-quarter court by day, and we get a reach-in foul there by Graff, and I think he's done, Rob. That's a crucial foul as Balen Graff, the leading scorer for Bloomfield, has just fouled out of the contest. Uh, just when his team had made it a two-possession game, Balen's going to have to go to the bench. Graff heads out with 20 points. That'll be a team high. And the 6-2 senior, the question is, will that be his final game in a Bloomfield uniform? Jacksonville trying to hang on and add two now, this six-point lead with just under 44 seconds left. 84% free throw shooter to line here, Bryce. And Day connects, give him one more. As the late Stuart Scott on ESPN used to say, as cool as the other side of the pillow. There you go. There you go. Knocking them in when they count. One more for Day. He made it. That's money. 62-54. Eight-point lead down to 40 seconds. Three on the way. Put up by Beard. Two deep off the top of the backboard. Rebound, Jackson Dell. Great rip inside by Simon and a foul. Simon will walk to the other end for what will be Jackson Dell's final one and one And Bryce, there was nobody else that was going to come out of there with that basketball. When Caleb Simon wanted it, he went up and got it. Well, let me correct that. That's going to be a two-shot foul. That was number 10 against Bloomfield. I was looking at the wrong side of my sheet here as far as the fouls go. That is correct. Scott picking up that foul right there, and Simon rattles in and out. Simon hit his first three in the first half here in the fourth quarter. He is two of five. But he, my goodness, put the ball in his hands on a field goal shot. He has just been killing it. Yeah, he needs somebody to guard him from there. Yes, 63-54, one out of two. Oh, Simon with a rejection inside. What a defensive play as he just smacked that shot away by Christopher Royal. And Royal says, what are you going to do? I mean, the look on his face was just like utter disbelief. Quentin Ross picks up the foul. They're going to send Wyatt Day to the free throw line, but an exclamation point block shot right there by Caleb Simon. Day back to the line here. 63-54 with only 22 seconds left. And that one rolls off the iron. Day will get one more. Number 11 will check out the 6'3 senior Christopher Royal. J.B. Neal will congratulate him on a Fine season, but uh, season it's going to come up short for Bloomfield in terms of advancing in the regional. Second one is up, and wow, he missed them both, but it's not going to matter. 63-54. 15 to play. Three on the way by the big fella. Missed it, ball underneath. Good tap back there by Beard to keep the possession alive. Ten seconds left. Dean trying to draw contact. Deep three up by Beard. Missed it. Offensive rebound by Combs. Pass off. Three, two, one. It's over. Jackson Dell is headed to the Elite Eight. Final score in Martinsville. Jackson Dell 63, Bloomfield 54. Number 10 beats number 8. The Eagles improved to 21 and 5 and advanced to take on Indianapolis Lutheran in tonight's championship at 8 o'clock. Bloomfield exits a fine season with a record of 20 and 7.
We're going to take a two-minute timeout. We'll be back for the postgame numbers in just a bit and get you set up for tonight as well. 63-54, Jackson Dell advancing in Class 1A Regional 15. This is Country 103.9 WRBI. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. No two funerals replicate, nor should they. Funeral ceremonies should reflect how you want to be remembered. Loving grandparent, avid sports fan, community leader, outdoorsman, church member. By pre-planning your funeral in advance with Neal's Funeral Home, you can write the final chapter in your book of life, as well as make other instrumental decisions such as visitation arrangements, minister, songs, and military salutes. Neal's Funeral Home, Ripley County's pre-planning experts. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and Versailles. When you think home improvement, think Halcom Home Center. No matter what you need, Halcom has it. Lover for that spring project? Halcom has it. Cabinets for a kitchen or bath facelift? Halcom has it. Paint to spruce up a room you're just tired of? Halcom has it. Flooring to give a new comfortable look to an old space? Halcom has it. And unlike the box stores, you'll always find a helpful smiling face to answer your questions. So when you think of home improvement, think Halcom Home Center in Versailles. Because Halcom's has it. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. And we're back here in Martinsville. It has been a winning afternoon for the Jacksonville Eagles. JCD, number 10 in Class 1A basketball, beating number 8 Bloomfield by a final score of 63-54. to Looking at the second-half scoring, it was a seven-point lead entering the third quarter for Jacksonville, up 29-22. to They never lost the lead in the second half. Uh, Bloomfield did get as close as three in the third quarter at 36-33, to but then Jacksonville quickly pushed it out to seven. They led by six at the stop. 44 to 38. Uh, Bloomfield will get as close as four early in the fourth quarter, but again, Jacksonville able to push it back out to nine, 49 to 40. Uh, after that, I don't think it got any closer than six points. That is the case. Uh, six points at several different points in the fourth quarter, uh, the final of which was 56 to 50, but then you had two consecutive shots by the Eagles to get them up 10. That was basically all she wrote at that point. Jacksonville goes on to win by a final of 63 to 54. Let's take a look now at your individual scoring for Bloomfield. Senior Balin Graff ends his career with 20 points in this one. Peter Combs, a 6'7 junior, he'll be back. He scored 15. You had Ryan Schulte, also a senior. He had eight points. Christopher Royal, another senior, will close out his career with six. Justin Beard with three, and Quentin Ross with two. Again, the top scores for Bloomfield, Balin Graff with 20, and Peter Combs with 15. 
for Jackson Dell, Caleb Simon just simply was lights out. 25 points. He had 12 in the first half. He scores 13 in the fourth quarter. 25 points for the 6'3 senior forward. Wyatt Day, who was held to four points in the first half, scores 10 in the second half. He finishes with 14. A pair of sevens were turned in by Devin Greasup and also Matt Dickman. You had five points by Justin Sweeney, three from Ryan Wilson, and two from Nathan Hoffman. Again, the leading scores for Jackson Dell, Caleb Simon with 25, and Wyatt Day with 14. Rob Moorhead. Bryce, the shooting from Jackson Dell in the second half was unbelievable. From two-point, Bryce, they were 13 for 16, including 11 straight. 13 for 16 for 81% shooting in the second half from the two-point line. Only shot four threes, made two of them, two for four for 50 so overall, the second half, 15 to 20 for 75%. So for the game, the Eagles go 20 for 28 from two-point line for 71%. 6 of 10 for 3 for 60. Overall, 26 of 38 for 68%. Unbelievable shooting from the field for Jackson Dell. 8 of 13 from the line for 62%. 26 defensive rebounds. Only three offensive rebounds, but heck, Bryce, we don't miss any shots. There's no <laughs> offensive rebounds to get. They had a total of 29 rebounds, leading the rebounding on the night. Turned it over 12 times, 16 fouls. Four, Bloomfield did not shoot it well, especially from three in the second half. They went two for 15 from three-point line for 13%. Overall from the game, Bloomfield 14 for 33 for 42% from two. Only 5 of 22 for 23% from three-point line for the ball game. That's 19 out of 55 overall for 35%. They only made 11 out of their 20 free throw attempts for 55%. Bloomfield had nine defensive rebounds. They did have 15 offensive rebounds, 11 of those in the second half for 24. Seven turnovers and 11 personal fouls. But Jackson Dell shot the ball tremendously well against the state's 10th ranked defense in class 1a and bryce you got a special guest with you uh, yes we do we're joined now by clint bowman here in the post game show of this semifinal victory jackson dell over bloomfield by a final score of 63 to 54 coach you were up here you heard most of those numbers right now right there you had to be impressive one with the way your kids shot the ball and two defensively how uncomfortable you made bloomfield on their offensive end yeah we uh we knew when they upped the pressure on Wyatt and Caleb, and they're and they're trying to take them away, make somebody else bring the ball up, or they're going to do a little half court trap. We we have got to attack and score the ball, right? We have to. We get it in the middle to Caleb, and that's about as sure as uh, you're going to get as far as getting a good shot. And uh, you know, we knocked him down. He had some big ones there at the uh, at the elbow that maybe we're like, hey, we should pull that out. But that's how we have to play. We we, we if we we pull it out and they get a, a hard trap on the wrong guy, we, we might turn it over. So. We're going to attack the basket. I, Wyatt did a really good job of finding some guys underneath, um, you know, and they finished. And, and uh, you know, it was a, a great game. I, I wasn't worried about scoring the ball. Like, I just think we're too good at this level to, to put the ball in the hole. I don't, I don't think we'll, you know, we're going to find out, right? I don't think there's anybody that can absolutely hold us down unless they play at a really, really, really slow pace. Um, on the defensive end, that's where I was worried. And, uh, you know, obviously we had a plan. I thought we executed it pretty well. Uh, but boy, we had a lot of foul trouble. They're just really hard to guard. The Graf kid is just a beast. You know, he's like K- left-handed Caleb. Yep. Um, 
And, and you know, and you guys have watched all season how many fouls uh, Caleb Caleb draws on the other team. So uh, he's a really matchup uh, issue. I thought Matt Dickman did a heck of a job on him uh, until he got in, in some bad foul trouble. He made him work for everything. We didn't give up too many open shots to him. And uh, and the big Combs kid, we we don't play against anybody like that down in southeast Indiana. And uh, with a back to the basket guy that big. Um, thank, thankfully, right? And but you know, we wanted to play behind him. We knew there were some people we could double off of and force them to shoot it. And uh, you know, we made the guys we wanted to shoot it, and and uh, you know, they didn't make it, make enough of them to, to stay with us. So, um, you know, just a good. We had a plan. I thought that was the best we executed on some of our sets all year. You, you guys watch us. We like to run and go, and you know, there were times we had to slow down and get the right guy the right shot, and and we executed really well. So. Um, you know, I, I love it. We had a great crowd. I, this is the, this is where we want to be. We, we, we like to be the underdogs. Last week, we're the big guy, and that, that's not who we are, right? And, uh, you know, so we like being the, the, the people that are overlooked. You know, I read the, you know, the Indianapolis Star had a little write-up about our regional and how it was a, a powerhouse and a little paragraph. And I read it to the kids. I said, what's missing here? And they said, well, he never mentioned Jackson Dell. And I, sometimes I think maybe they think I-74 ends at Shelbyville, and they forget <laughs> about us down here. But, you know, you, we've played big guys. Like, we haven't lost to a school that has less than 700 kids. And it's going to take somebody really good to beat us. And uh, we're ready. We did not come here to win one game. We came here to win two games. Um, and we think we're good enough to do it. Caleb, our Coach, I really thought your matchup of Caleb Simon on Peter Combs when you were in man-to-man was a key because I don't think Peter Combs played against anybody the size and strength of Caleb Simon. And I thought that was a mismatch inside. I thought Caleb did a fantastic job on him, made Peter Combs uncomfortable in there out of your man-to-man. But interesting to me, and tell me your thought process on this, when you went 3-2 zone, you put Caleb up on the top of that thing uh, out on that right wing, and he really made it difficult for guys to shoot over him. Was that a design? Yeah, we, we, Wyatt and Caleb, they can both. We, we put them you know, down low and up top. Wyatt is a really good communicator down there as far as directing traffic. And you know, we were going to sight Grease up there in the middle with, you know, with his arms that are about eight feet long. Yeah, they are. And <laughs> we had to sight back and try to take away the uh, pass to the high post because we knew we were going to get killed on the high-low. I mean, the Hauser killed us last week on yep. the high-low. It was like, yes, we can't. Did. We have to change something here. So I think... Uh, going into it, I you know I thought it was obvious that Matt Dickman would guard Combs and Caleb would take Graf, and you know after watching and talking and and I gotta give Coach Smith uh, some credit. He broke down some film for me and we talked a little bit and and he's like I would put Caleb and just pl- we'll play behind him. And uh, when he said that, that maybe switch it up, I said well, we'll just play behind him if we can push him out to eight or ten feet. And, and we can help down and double. He gets it on the floor. We can really get in there and maybe swipe a few away. Um, and then that gives a little longer guy that, you know, maybe, uh, you know, uh, the graph kid hasn't seen length quite like that all year either. So, um, but we just, I, I knew we couldn't get killed on that high-low. They, they run a lot of it. And we, we fronted the post all year, every, every game, and uh, sometimes too long, right? It took me too long to adjust, but, um, yeah, it worked. So, uh, it did work. I don't know. Uh, sometimes you have a plan that works. Sometimes you have one that doesn't. So sometimes uh, you say, "Get it to Caleb Simon and let him and do get his out thing. of the way." That's yeah, that's right. It. And that, that's when you got two guys like that. You do have two like that uh, too. You, you know, get him the ball, get out of the way. We wanted to get. We got forty in in uh, some like a 
you know, a little ball screen action. Um, so basically, whoever was guarding some of those guys would come set the ball screen for Wyatt, and you know, he gets you on skates and his head fakes and herky jerky way he plays. So yep, um, he's impossible to guard when when if you're not quicker than he is. So yep. Simon went for eight in the third quarter. He carried you in that third quarter, and then Simon was just unconscious in the fourth. He he gets thirteen of his twenty five uh, in the fourth quarter. But coach, you really had some adversity in that first half. Uh, you survived some really some pretty serious foul trouble. Yeah, the worst foul trouble of the season. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Some of the, those plays that are up at the rim, I didn't think there was much contact. Um, you know, we had a couple scramble plays. Some of the fouls were just hustle plays, and you got to just go, okay, you're, you're trying to get the ball on the right. ground, and you jumped on him. You know, I don't, I'm not going to fault the kid right. or the referee. So, um, but, yeah, that, that was the worst foul trouble Matt and Devin have been in all season. Um, you know, I don't think either of them got to four fouls all year, and they're both in it in this game. So, to survive both of those guys in foul trouble, yeah, when you got Wilson and, and and Nate Hoffman, you know they play so hard, but they're you know they're having to guard a six seven guy today, and they're just so I, everybody had to play bigger. They really stepped up. Ryan hit a big shot in the corner. Nate hit a big one in the corner. Um, His only two. It was a big two. It was huge, and I was going no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, that was one I wanted to pull back out. And uh, but they they really stepped up and is more defensively uh, the you know they stepped up when you know two six five long guys are out so. Uh, just huge game from all seven of the guys that were in there. Well, as you look ahead now to Indianapolis Lutheran, I'd, I'd like to say you have time to enjoy this, but you know you don't as uh, you're going to take on the Indiana, Indianapolis Lutheran Saints in the championship. They got the win earlier today uh, over Indianapolis Metro. Uh, what do you know about the Saints and what concerns you heading into tonight? Well, I think they're going to bring the, the pressure that we saw there in the fourth quarter of the whole game. Um, and we just have to attack. You know, we if if they're going to come press us and get it out of Wyatt's hands, we're going to get it to Caleb in the middle, and he's going to go to town. So um, we actually played them last summer um, uh, up at Carmel, and uh, it was a really competitive game. You know, we didn't have some of our guys there; they didn't have some of theirs. Um, so I, it came down to the last possession, and you know, I probably wouldn't expect anything different. So they're 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 a good team. They have they, they're kind of like how we were last year, where we were so balanced. I think they got like six or seven guys that average between six yeah. and ten points. Yep. And, and so there's nobody to key on like this one. Um, so we'll just go back to play the defense that we always have. And I think if we can handle their pressure, um, then we'll get some open shots and we just got to make them. So. Well, Coach, congratulations on the victory. You're headed to the Elite Eight. Well, it'll be our pleasure to be back with you tonight for the uh, championship. We'll be on about 725 for the pregame show. They'll toss the pumpkin at 8 o'clock, and all the best to you. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Congratulations, Coach. Yes, Clint Bowman, head coach of the Jacksonville Eagles. Uh, his team is advancing to tonight's final to take on the Indianapolis Lutheran Saints. And uh, uh, always a pleasure to talk with Clint Bowman. Wears those emotions on the sleeve, and uh, he was uh, obviously very elated with the outcome of this first ball game. And Bryce, he had a lot to say after that. That first question. Yes, he did. That first question, and he just kept going, talking about the whole game. But that's how you feel after a game. You were, your adrenaline is so high after a big win like this. And uh, Clint's always gracious with his time to come up here. And now he's got to get these guys somewhere, get them off their feet, get a little food in their stomachs, get them off their feet so they can save their legs for tonight and uh, try to get a game plan together to come back. Bryce, what I see out of this Jackson Delta team, they're going to be a tough out for somebody 
in this Class 1A tournament. Well, let's uh, let's see if they can't move from the Elite 8 to the Final Four. We'll find that out later on tonight. Again, we invite you to join us at 725, a special early pregame show uh, for tonight's regional championship game for Martinsville. It'll be Jack Sedell against Indianapolis Lutheran. A few folks we need to thank. First of all, Kip Staggs and the, uh, at, uh, the staff here at Martinsville. They've taken very, very good care of us. We appreciate the accommodations and the hospitality. Jeff Smurdell running the board back at the studio. We'll have Jeff again with us later on tonight. We could not do what we do without our great sponsors. Those include Brunsgut's Willer, Decatur County REMC, Gilpin Monuments, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Ison's Family Pizza, Batesville Dental, La Three Valley Ag Co-op, Get Dry Waterproofing, AJ's Auto Body and Towing, IB Tech, Southeastern Indiana REMC, Negengart's Tent and Party Rental, Hurt and Elko, Chosen Designs, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, Versailles Farm and Garden, Cummer and Ertl Attorneys at Law, Wesley's Excavating Services, Ertl Sellers, Walters Tire, Encore Insurance, Osgood Utilities, Good Apple Roofing and DJ Roofing Supply, Napoleon State Bank, Neal's Funeral Home, H&R Block, and Halcom Home Center. Also, thanks to the two head coaches in game number two, Clint Bowman and J.B. Neal, for the information that they that they provided, and also for Coach Bowman for spending some time with us in the post-game show. Rob Moorhead, we got to find a good place to eat and hang out for tonight's championship. We do. Hopefully find somewhere on the TV, maybe catch the second half of this IU-Iowa game that's going on, and uh, hopefully the Hoosiers can advance to the Big Ten final tomorrow. All right. We will uh, be back with you tonight at 725 on Country 103.9 WRBI. For now, this is Bryce Kendrick saying good afternoon, everyone.